better run. Here they come, they got to blast on us. The black nerds, blitz are rush. I'll turn that podcast up. Friends from the UK with something to say, just talking about everything. From the wonderful nerding world, the reviews they bring. These brilliant blurs give you the word. On the latest movies, animes, video games, and TV series. Call your friends who don't know and tell them what they're missing. Then sit back and relax and listen to I'm Stevie and welcome to episode 258 of Blurreds Are Us. We are back again where we are also live on Twitter, twitch.tv forward slash Blurreds Are Us. Um, I want to apologize once again for some of the poor audio quality from last week's episode. Um, I have turned down the gain a little bit. I've turned down um, the input. So, well... No one's complained and sent me an email, even though I asked several people to listen to the episode and let me know if they could give any recommendation on how I can sort out the issues. Um, so I freestyled and hopefully um, we're now going to have a nice crisper episode. Uh, you know, um, as much as possible, we're going to have some fun. Um, I'm going to go first because, uh, yeah, I'm just going to go first, kind of get some of my shot away. Um where do I want to begin? Oh, okay. So I edited and listened to last week's episode. Um, and I, I laughed because I, I found that in the episode, I did a lot of, uh, I can't be racist because I have black friends. Um, there was a lot of, uh, I can't be sexist because I have female friends in that episode. And, um, yeah, I think I was, I was a little bit of my feelings, got a little bit emotional, but it is what it is. And it? like, I, I, I don't want to be in a situation where I can't talk on things. I don't want to be scared. Like, Obviously, if my opinion is blatantly racist, blatantly sexist, then yes, I shouldn't be. Able to, I shouldn't. I shouldn't. And anyone else that you know is like toxic or whatever, I shouldn't be able to state their opinion if it's that way inclined. But I think if you've just got a genuine opinion, um, you should allow to be a voice it. And you know, let's let you know. Let's get let's get into it right now. Yeah, like and again, yes, there's some hypocrisy on my part where with certain things I don't really particularly care. And I care about certain things more than others, yeah. But did I not say in our our, our conversation last week here yeah, that a lot of the race swapping is like being done to like ginger characters? Now, I still haven't seen Nope, but I've heard that you know Kiki Palmer did a a very good job in that film, right? It was Kiki Palmer in Nope, right, Mine? Kiki Palmer, yes. Yeah. So like since that film, yeah, I think last week I saw someone comment something about last like, oh, she should be introduced to the mcu and they're like oh what character should she play i was like okay i'm i like when people have done something people are like giving their props in it because like now it's like if you're a good actor you you know the next step is to be in a disney movie to be in an mcu movie so like, okay okay cool that's cool then i saw what i was like you know she wants to play rogue i was like mm. Alright. Nah, she didn't want to play Rogue. It was her fans wanted her to play Rogue. No, so, uh, did she not say something? Inserting her did, picture did, and did stuff. It, did it, no, but didn't she say something like she would love to be like in an MCU product or something like that? 
Yeah, but not as rogue. That's okay, okay. what other people are pushing on. So <laughs> she's got nothing to do with that. Right. But then I, so then I saw an article of someone doing her as rogue. And I was like, okay, one article. That's pretty cool. Like, you know, it's not going to happen yet. But that, 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 that's like, you know, if, if someone turned around and said like, oh, yeah, you know, we think you should be cast in a, in a big boy role. I, I, I feel kind of gassed. Then like, give it a couple of days later, I'm seeing like more and more articles and like people are proper pushing this uh, pushing her to be rogue and there's people have done um mock-ups and stuff i'm like oh, like we might actually get a black rogue like and then you got a little arrow i was like hmm i don't know man i'm, I'm again i'm i'm not really a fan like mm, let me let me go let me go to big t first as our cobalt expert how what, what's what's your what's your thoughts on this one um on a on a black rogue, I, I, I don't think it's a problem. Like, I, like I've said before, I think it's only a problem when the character's race is tied to that character in a sense. Mm-hmm. So, like someone like Magneto, his backstory and his race is very important to his, to his backstory. Do you know what I mean? Being a a Jew during the Holocaust, mm-hmm. like you can swap that out and make. Maybe make Magneto black and make the trauma be like, I don't know, slavery or civil rights movement instead. But, like, it, it's, it just seems, it's not very tasteful to kind of replace one horrific genocide with another. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, we could just swap out the Jews for blacks. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When, when their character is tied to their race, it, 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 it's a problem. Right, but then, so someone like Rogue, her race isn't really tied to her parents. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Only thing about Rogue. Sorry? So, I was going to say, but then wouldn't that be the case of pretty much like 98% of white characters? Because unfortunately, in this world that we live in, the way that white people have had themselves set up, they don't really have any, hmm, how do I say this, cultural significance for them, for their characters. Well, well yeah, that's why it's easier... To, to, to race swap a white character into like a black character mm. because like you said in, in this country in the western world previously the the, the, the standard main character was white mm. you know what I mean so they didn't need a reason to be white yeah. whereas if you introduce a black character back in those days there needed to be a reason why is this black character the main character well, because he's the king of, of a hidden African country. Mm. or because, You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's why I feel like it's easier to swap races this way. But then again, if it, if, if the race ties into the character, like like I said with Magneto, that's that's a white, I mean, he's, mm. he's Jewish, but <laughs> I wouldn't, I would say no, he can't be black. So everyone that's saying, um, what's that guy's name? Gin- Giancarlo Esposito, whatever mm. his name is. Mm that he should be Magneto. I'm like, no, that wouldn't work. I mean, it it wouldn't work. He could be a Professor X because Mm -hmm. Professor X doesn't need to be white. He just needs to be in a wheelchair. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? So it's it's case by case. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, for example, what what you were saying with this whole, um, (laughs) which is quite funny. I never never really noticed it, but this whole... um, Gingers. Gingers. Mm Mm-hmm getting replaced with, with black people, mm-hmm. I think it's hilarious because, and, and we'll get into it a bit more, but in, in the Little Mermaid trailer that we've got coming up to talk about, a lot of people are like, oh, Ariel can't be black. 
she's got red hair. And it's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> so your problem's not with her skin colour, it's of her hair colour. A similar <laughs> thing, again, I, I'm going to talk about Pinocchio because I watched it. Mm. But I was people were complaining that the blue fairy was black. And they, they referenced in the original book an emphasis on her blue eyes. Mm. And it's like, okay, um, she's got blue eyes, but she could still be black. So again, your, your problem isn't the colour of her skin, it's the colour of her eyes. But her eyes are blue and they are black people with blue eyes. Exactly. Let me let me let me let me write our ginger black people as well. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Go on, exactly. Go on, exactly. Go on. There's a good chat that we see we do see uh black people with, with ginger there are literally black people with ginger hair. So exactly. when people who are who are ginger that say, Oh, I don't feel presented because you've taken out blah blah I'm thinking well it's still racist because the only difference is the skin colour. Yeah, is a skin colour change. You got here's the thing, when it comes to people who are for for lack for for me anyway, who are racist they will basically do like they'll circle around the issue, blah 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 blah. Oh, it's the eye color. Oh, it's the hair color. Oh, it's the size of of the of the, of the person, or whatever, blah blah. And then they'll boil down to obviously take everything out. It's the skin color. So I think it's just ridiculous. And like you said, um, T, you know, Pinocchio you had the blue fairy who had um, it was a black woman. Again, it's a fictional character. Who cares? <laughs> I mean, when you look at when you look at um. Um, so the, the Little Mermaid, right? The Little Mermaid, um, Atlantis, whatever, right? Atlantis is literally the bridge of and, and Europe. I think it was Atlantis, I think it was Greece, and, and um, I think it was Atlantis, something like that. Anyway, um, apparently that, that was a crossroads, well, back in the day, it was a crossroads of, um, of say, cultural mixing. You had so many cultures all in that one place and stuff like that. So who knows? Do you know what I mean? Who knows? So far back, we don't even know. So for people to be this ridiculous and say, oh, um, uh, Ariel should should be white and blah, blah, blah. I'm just like, how do you even know what color a mermaid is? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just, it's the most ridiculous thing ever just to say, I don't like her because she's black. That's, that's, that's what it boils down to. Now, when it comes to other characters, right, I was even, I, I said in a group chat as well that um, you could even have an alternative variety of a Magneto who was born with blonde hair and blue eyes who may still be Jewish but I think they'll make a very very interesting um, uh, storyline if that was the case but for the most part I I hope to agree with Steve where he says as long as the person's skin colour isn't tied into their history then it's fine to race swap I, I, do, I do agree with that because when it comes to stuff like say Blue Marvel for example Blue Marvel is a character that's been out I'm sure they put Blue Marvel in the MCU at some point but he's a character who was like the first superhero literally in the in comic books uh, well this is look not, not the first created but the first um, to pop up right and sorry it wasn't supposed to be the second but anyway anyway um, his story is mad and literally walking the fine line between being a black superhero and you also, you know, try not to offend people who are um, who are for um, civil rights and all that stuff. So that story is intricate. So if you change that character to a white person, that just ruins it completely. Even as an Asian person, um, someone who is non-black, basically, it will take away from the story because how do you relate to that struggle? Because that struggle is inherited by black, by black people. It's like someone else completely different who's not black. It just makes no sense to me. Um, 
characters like say Storm, for example, who is who again is is, is a black character. Mm-hmm. Her skin color is intricate to that story. But if you look at say the um, Nick Fury, for example, Nick Fury's color isn't tied into his um, into his um, history. So with that, it doesn't really matter. And in fact, in the Ultimate Universe, I think Nick Fury's dad picked up the picked up the um, Captain America shield. And I think at some point, even um, Nick Fury picked up America, Captain America's shield and was Captain America, if I'm not mistaken, in the Ultimate Universe. Um, and apparently he has a serum that's, that doesn't work as well as Captain America, so he does age, but very, very slowly. So we have all these st- stories as well. Um, characters who I think are fine are characters like... Um, oh, I think her name was uh, Kari, Makari from um, The Eternals. I don't mind her being race swap because... The Eternals are just completely different. I don't think the skin color matters at all. Whether whether they're black, white, blue, green, it doesn't matter because they're not of this world anyway. So that's my take from all this. The thing is, with this whole race swapping thing, yeah, <clears throat> it's getting a bit silly because it it, it can work both ways, but in mm-hmm. some instances, it won't work both ways like it shouldn't. Mm-hmm. For example, like, with Shang, Shang-Chi, mm-hmm. he has to be, like, Asian. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah. that's part of his story. He's part of he, he, he's part of that culture. But then when everyone was complaining, saying, oh, when they make this Iron Fist show, they should make him Asian. It's like, well, no, he, he doesn't have to be Asian. He doesn't have to be white. He doesn't have to be anything. But everyone's saying, oh, he has, he should be Asian. Make it right, Marvel, and make him Asian. Yeah. It's like, well, that would slightly change his story because the whole point was that he was an outsider. He was in a plane crash. Uh, do you know what I mean? So it would slightly change his story. But again, in, in someone like his, uh, for him, for example, he doesn't have to be white. He could be black. He could have been black and in a plane crash and then get taught these, these martial arts skills. He could be a fucking Eskimo. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't matter. But people saying he has to be Asian, put it right. This is a superhero based uh, on Asian culture. Mm. It's like, well, no, he doesn't have to be because the story kind of explains why he's not. What's really important, guys, is what's really important is 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 good good story writing and good acting. Yeah, that's all that matters. Yeah, no, nothing yeah. else really matters. And to be honest with you, the MCU has the timelines and changed stuff so much, and now we've got the multiverse. I can do whatever yeah. the fuck they like. Bro, we've got a crocodile Loki. Yeah, we can have a black little mermaid. <laughs> I don't know about that. I, I saw, I saw I no know, one complain about, about, about a crocodile uh, Loki. Did anyone else? I don't think that's the same comparison, oh, yeah. dude. Like, you know, there's a whole swathe of, of people in the world who have got a real problem with crocodile Loki, you know? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, 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 they do the silent man. There's a movement, you know? I don't think that's an apple for the uh, It's hillbillies, bro. The natural enemy of the alligator. comparison, but um, yeah, no. Funnily enough, I was actually going to ask what Stevie's uh, opinion on this as the colonizer on the episode. Um, you know, <laughs> <laughs> our resident colonizer. Uh, yeah, our resident colonizer. <laughs> you know, Stevie, how did you feel when the when the queen passed away? Did you like shed like several tears? Was was you sad? Uh, I'm not. I'm not much of a royalist. No. You know, I, I I see them as a as a good tourist attraction. Mm-hmm. Um, they've been a part of of UK culture. Mm-hmm. 
but I don't really like have massive feels for it. Some people really kind of caught up in it all, and they, some people have got like massive issues about it. But I, yeah, hey ho. No fucking way! Am I going and queuing for thirteen hours in a queue? I mean, like you know, I I, I respect the fact that she was the queen for like my entire life, and you know, mm. I, the, the country's never going to get that. And she is a figurehead, you know. She's part of part of the culture, but at the same time, you know, the, the kings and queens is bollocks, isn't it? Really, you know, yeah, it's, it's total a, opposite democracy. Yeah, again, it's it's, it's a it's a what, what do you call it? A, not a pagan tradition, but like it's something that really doesn't reflect society as it is now. But I think back in the day, it worked and it made sense, didn't it? So. Something. Yeah, until until people realise that there was a small minority who are ridiculously. Re- I mean, there is the, that's that still happens, isn't it? But it's just in, yeah. in another form. Um, but I don't know. I, as as long as the the royal family pay their way, then yeah. you know, through through tourism and all that stuff, you know, mm-hmm. that's fine by me. Can we get into a massive conversation about being a royalist or not? No, no, the only thing that bugs me a little bit about the Queen's death here is how, like, they pick and choose what can still go on and what can't. Like, they cancel the football, yet, like, rugby and other sports are allowed to continue. Like, some people can't have their funerals because the Queen's passed away. Some people can't have operations because the funeral's passed away. Food banks are closed. Some banks are closed because of the the, uh, Queen's death. Yeah, um, I think, I think that's for me, overall, I don't, I don't think all of it is down to. Um, it's definitely not down to government on that stuff. It's down to individual companies because, um, especially in the UK, what happens is that when something happens to the royal family, it's almost like everyone's expected to just drop all the shit they're doing and just focus on the royal family. And I know that a lot of companies will come under fire from the very tabloids that played, um, you know, that played the royal family. Um, Especially now, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry. No one wants to feel that way, right? So, of course, they'll be doing ridiculous things like, oh, we're going to try and look super, like, super sad or revered the uh, occasion by, um, um, unmarked occasion by, you know, closing down, um, our, our businesses. So, you know, we don't get any, um, bad press against or something like that. So, I think that's what it really is. And actually, not just, you know, people really feeling that it, there needs to be, um, that basically there needs to be uh, what's what I'm looking for that it actually needs to happen basically I think they took it too far when uh, adult channels are not broadcasting anymore <laughs> <laughs> oh. hold on like are they are they not broadcasting because of the tributes to the queen or have they made their own tributes to the queen could you could you imagine could you imagine all the all the porn can <laughs> 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 you imagine all the stories yeah. about, about like we old and stuff like that they're like fuck me before I die or something like that oh I cannot oh I'm about to die let me go in a good way oh I don't know man I don't know it's just yeah. Um, I'd, I'd watch. That. <laughs> I said I watched that. Now I'm not into granny porn. 
You don't, you don't like gilfs? Nah, I'm a G. I'm good. I'm good. Wow. <laughs> Damn. Uh, I'm joking. I the tone like of this conversation is just dropped to the floor. <laughs> has, yeah, I think I think I'll listen to what kind of uh, what kind of episode we get this time round. <laughs> um, but yeah, back to back to back to me. Um, in like good news, I'm halfway to getting married. Um, I did. Uh, uh, what do you call it? I gave notice, which uh, wasn't as scary as I thought it would be. I thought it would be a lot more scarier. Um, I don't know whether that's because we both have a UK passport. They were just like very chilled about it. But I know that in the past, I used to ask like a million questions and it was proper, like was getting interrogated. Um, but it was like literally... You didn't was, get tested? Huh? Didn't, didn't they test you? Didn't they like ask you her birthday or anything? No, they didn't, you know. So that's what I'm saying. I wonder if it's because... <laughs> yeah, you're lucky. Because I, I know you don't know that shit. I know. No, I know. Bro. <laughs> right, no, I know you what happened with you? What happened with your one? Huh? What happened with your one? Did you, were you interrogated when you asked for your wife's marriage? No, I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't interrogated either. No, I wasn't. I wasn't inter- Like, again, sh- like her birthday, I know her birthday. The one thing I used to always get wrong is I didn't know her her secondary school in it. But like, for the most part. Yes, I that. Sorry. <laughs> But I know the secondary school now. I I only get wrong like half the time now. Like before, I used to always get wrong. How often? How often do you have to access that knowledge? Really? 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 No, because every once in a while, it's like, oh yeah, like she'll ask me like, oh, and do you remember where my school was? I'm like, the funny thing is. It's because when, like when I got married, when you, just before I got married, I got um, the entirety of Steph's family telling me that if if I ever fucked her over, they'd come over and fly over to the UK and murder me. Oh shit! Nice. Um, <laughs> to this day, Stevie's still fucking himself. <laughs> where, where she... <laughs> I know I'd be. Jeez. Where's your wife from again, Stevie? Sorry. Hello. Hello. South Africa. Hmm. Oh, right. South Africa. Yeah, yeah the point is, we all come That was a genuine, like, threat. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that wasn't a joke. Can you, can you, right, hold on, hold on. <laughs> so, can you not hear me? Now, yeah, we yeah. So now we can. They can't hear me on, on the Twitch stream, which is um, interesting. Uh, I've been messaging you trying to tell you. Oh, what, what, well, I don't know what's going on. They can hear everyone else but me, which makes the conversation really weird. This is what's so <laughs> annoying. Let's continue. This is what's so, so annoying sometimes. <laughs> Fucking dickhead. Um, so I'm big i I'll be your host for this evening. Uh, <laughs> very, very... Take over. Oh, it's too much. Question. I'll take it back, man. I'll take it back. I don't want it. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Gee, hopefully, talk now. Hopefully, it's <laughs> talk about any right. random shit. Hello, it should be sorted now. If it's not sorted, then but it should be fixed now. Sounds a lot better. All right, cool. Um, what was I gonna say? So yeah, we gave notice. Um, I was bricking it, but it went all right. Um, obviously, <laughs> Del Del was you know very calm about it. Um, so that was like part one in a sense, and then part two we had like our official. Um, knocking ceremony, so it was like where my family met her family for the first time. 
Um, oh shit! Was, I've, I've never heard of a knocking ceremony. Yeah, so, it's so I I had something completely different in my head. I thought of knocking boots or something like that. But I was like, right, you, <laughs> oh, made, a, you made a ceremony out of it, boy. <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> Then you said their family got involved. I was like, yeah, so it was like officially like my immediate family went around to her house, uh, knocked on the door, what is called a knocking ceremony, and um, just basically yeah. gave a brief introduction, ex- exchanged some gifts. And then, how did it go? Yeah, it was calm, man. Like, obviously, I knew it was going to be you know, things are tricky when you get Ghanaians around Jamaicans, boy. Right, boy. <laughs> it's always tricky when you get Ghanaians around any other cultures, to be honest. Um, <laughs> but no, it, 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 it was cool, it was a vibe, it was, it was nice just you know, having that first like you know, official meeting of the family, um, getting to see who's who. Like, obviously, like, I've met quite a lot of their family already, and like, my brother's come down to one or two things where we know we've been around the family so he's met a couple of them as well um but like in terms of like my mama and my dad because obviously like for the most part my dad's been in ghana so he's not really been mm. around um so it was it was, it was pretty cool and, and like you know the weather was nice and like <coughs> girls got a really nice house and so it, 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 like it effectively could have been basically a barbecue like it was that kind of vibe in it um so yeah that was pretty cool um, of course it was a barbecue, bro. No, no, I'm, not saying, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not saying it was a barbecue. I'm not saying it was a barbecue, but I'm saying it had that vibe in it. Yeah. Um, of course it had that family reunion vibe in it. It, it kind of did, you know? <laughs> It kind of did. Because you know what's funny? Yeah? Like, it's meant to be a small little intimate thing, in it? But, like, that was mom, like, yeah. the whole family. And I was like, rah, like, <laughs> mm-hmm. sure, but, you know, it, 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 it was a vibe store in it so like like I said like we're, we're halfway through now we just got to do the traditional wedding and the white wedding and then um, yeah everything is done and dusted um, guys I'm a, I don't know there's only three people in the thing um, but you know you know you can keep if you've got Amazon Prime like I said you can subscribe to the channel um, I, I, the, the audio sounds good right now I'm hoping the audio has been good this whole time because uh <laughs> if that first what half an hour um my part of the audio wasn't recording it's gonna make a very strange sounding podcast uh, yeah. but i need uh to update my equipment so please if you can subscribe to the channel if you can subscribe send the peas yeah if you've got amazon prime you can subscribe to the channel for free it doesn't cost you literally the moment you started talking about the quality of your audio it went bad oh. it was fine you jinxed it see? your Ghanaian juju jinxed see, it this is, this is what I was saying man. I, need, I, need, I, I need more money so you know you lot start, you lot start donating um, alright here we go here then, we go then, uh, you know, start, the scam starts equipment. now this is where it starts it's never, do you know what it's never the scam I, I, like I said <laughs> we're, we're still using the same microphone and aux cables since Mad. we started like five years ago, the only and we, we shouldn't have even been using them in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> they cost like what six pounds from Amazon. Like that just shows how low level in quality we are at this moment in time. <clears throat> the only thing that I spent money on was the mixer. The mixer was about two hundred pounds, and it's like a, a a sexy high end mixer. So mm. that's why it makes us like able to do these kind of conversations because doing it with the old mixer, like I had to like put a USB into a mic thing and then a mic thing and rewrite through the lap. Like, it was long before. Now it's a much more process. Um, mm. So for those of you that have subscribed to us in the past on uh, Twitch, uh, thank you for doing so. Um, keep on doing. 
She-Hulk episode five. Um, I'm still enjoying the show, but you know, since the first two episodes, I'm sitting at a half chicken. Uh, this episode for me was a half chicken. Um, I thought the most entertaining thing about this episode was probably the end credit scene where we got to see the, the sneakers. Um, the sneakers teased um, some other Marvel characters that might be coming into the fold very soon. Uh, so that'd be mm. cool. Um, I just want, I, I just want a little bit more action. I know this is meant to be like a a lawyer procedural drama kind of thing, comedy, but I would like a little bit more, you know, kick ass and some more bad guys who had to beat up. That'd be pretty cool. Um, your mic, your mic's starting to go again, man. Oh gosh, here we go again. Um. I think I think Mella needs a, like a wedding present of a new microphone, maybe. Do you know what? I'm right <laughs> now. Yeah, the way it's going, I'm I gonna think, have to buy my own microphone. I think Dell would fucking switch if we bought them a microphone for their wedding <laughs> present. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing it now, though. Unless, unless, unless it's a Mister and Mrs. <laughs> yeah, We'll buy, we'll buy Nana a, um, a, a microphone and we'll, we'll get like a, a year's subscription to the, um, the Birds of Us Twitch channel. Can you not hear me? Sorry. We'd, es- we'd essentially be giving ourselves money. Hello. Yeah, yeah now we can hear you again. Right, you I'm, keep I'm, cutting it out. I'm, 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 so it's hard to keep track of when yeah, you can't sorry. hear you, when we can hear you. I'm, I'm a little bit confused because sometimes it just like fucks up and then I just don't know if you can hear me or not. What was I saying? Yeah, half chicken. Let me hear from Stevie since you haven't been on in a while. Stevie, what is your thoughts on She-Hulk so far? It's all right. I think that's as far as it goes, really. I'm not like blown away by it. It's fun, but it's it's kind of lighthearted, and um, I, I I do have a bit of a problem with this shitty like CGI um, on She-Hulk. I just I really struggle. She just every time she walks into the office, it just looks so forced and fake. Um, but yeah, if I I'd much prefer to have had this as a like an entire series that I could have just binged and enjoyed, like the whole thing, rather than having to wait week, week on week. And the, the episodes feel quite short as well. So, yeah, I don't know. It's it's not. I'm not kind of like, oh my god, this is amazing. But it's not totally shit. I'm definitely going to continue watching it. Mine. Um. Yeah, this episode is alright. It's uh, I give it a half ticket as well. Um, again, not much action, but I'm not really an action junkie like you, Nana. Um, but I did, I did actually like the little lawyer thing that they were doing um, with obviously Titania trademarking She-Hulk, and you know how Jennifer now wants the She-Hulk name back. If anything other than you know pleasing her boss. Um, so I, th- I think it was a, I think it was a, it was a fair episode. Um, I mean, we do, we did know that this wasn't going to be, you know, a superhero rah rah. I'm going to be breaking down walls and stuff like that. But I mean, it can be. Um, I'm sure there'll be an episode in there where it's pure action. But actually, I'm liking, I'm liking the, um, you know, sort of like the more 
court law type stuff as you know as she's supposed to do because in the comics you know she yes she goes and she she teams up and here and there and stuff like that i can't wait to see that stuff but she also does genuinely do law stuff so i, I like that i think it's just making making people aware making the audience aware that you're not always gonna get a she hulk that's just badass, up and up and down super villains and all that stuff um yeah pretty much the same as everyone said like it hasn't blown me away um it's been all right i think i don't know if it's getting better as it goes on or if i'm just my expectations are getting lower but um um, i feel like i'm enjoying it more the further i've gotten into it um this episode was good I, i i think it's a bit silly that She-Hulk's like main enemy in this show is an influencer who like makes perfume and shit like that. I think considering, I don't know. I mean, this is what I'm saying with this whole female empowerment thing. It's like this show is taking it both ways. It is making fun of the men, but then at the same time, it's doing stuff like this. So yeah. I'm not that bothered by it. Um, I like the um, the kind of fourth wall breaking aspect of it, where obviously she's taken Titania has taken the She Hulk name to sell her brand of product, mm. and then when the um, title card for the episode comes up saying She Hulk, that as well says She Hulk by Titania. So I thought that was a nice little touch. Um, we get uh, we don't get an end credits scene for some reason in this one just randomly but uh we do get a major tease at the end of the episode for a big character that's coming uh we all knew he was coming but to actually see the daredevil helmet was was a pretty nice tease also confirmation um i think kevin feige did say that this isn't the same Daredevil. It's not the same Matt Murdock from the Netflix series. This is so essentially that Netflix series doesn't take place in the six one six MCU universe. Um, well, again, which we'll kind of get into in the news, but um, it's kind of given us confirmation of that because in the Daredevil show, his costume was designed by. I can't remember what the, it was a specific character, but I can't remember. But yeah, he also, I'll find out again. Yeah, he also designed kingpin suits and stuff like that. So the person that's designed his costume in this episode is a different person. So that's kind of given us the confirmation that it is a different Daredevil, um, which is both good and bad. I mean, it's good because then they've got more freedom with what they want to do. They can bring back storylines, which it seems like they're doing with the whole um, Daredevil Born Again thing, which was kind of the storyline that inspired season three of the Netflix show. So they are kind of already dipping their toes back into the same waters. Um, But I'm still holding out hope that we will actually see the Netflix Daredevil maybe in um, in the Secret Wars movie. Maybe we'll get Charlie Cox meeting Charlie Cox and we'll have yeah. two Daredevils. Yeah, that, 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 that um, his name's Luke Jacobson. Sorry, say again? Luke Jacobson. 
Luke Jacobson. Yeah, the one who creates the suits for um, for She-Hulk and also Daredevil. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Who, who is it in the Netflix show? Because it. Who, the, oh, I can't remember. I can't remember. Wasn't it? Um, it was a. Yeah, it was. A, it was a dude, wasn't it? Who was? It was like, like, a, sort of like a Smithy or something like that, didn't it? Yeah, but he. He. I'm sure. I don't know if it was Stilt Man, but the Stilt Man's stilts were in his office. Mm. Uh, oh, I can't remember. Anyway, it doesn't matter. The point is, is, is kind of confirmation that this is a different Daredevil, yeah. um, which was kind of cool. Um, I find it really forced, though. Like, they could have been a little bit more subtle about it, but they. this was like so... They were like, hey, guys, here's a massive spoiler. Yeah. I just I was a little bit put off by that. Uh, it all feels a little bit like um like they they're, they're dropping things into this like everyone's a fucking idiot and they, you know they it needs to be really 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 spelled out, you know. Mm. I don't know. That maybe I'm maybe I'm just been a bit bitter. Mm. Nah, it's not being bitter at all. Um I, th- I think with the whole phase four aspect of it, a lot of it is just building up because I think in the future you're going to have teams of everyone everywhere and then they'll come together to fight um, um, uh, his name escapes right now, but they'll fight um, Kang. Kang. Uh, on multiple fronts or maybe even see them in one massive, uh, in one massive team up. Mm. Um, I think for now this is what they're doing. So I think with all these TV shows, them introducing certain characters here and there, um, like you know, She-Hulk hinted at certain things and whatnot. I think all of that just helps to build around the story, around the um, um, yeah, to just to, yeah, just basically introduce as many characters as possible and then see them in different uh, shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, in the in the orig- in the other um, Daredevil show. The dude um, who's called Melvin Potter. That's the one. He's He's got like a, a really different backstory where he's been coerced by Wilson Fisk and um, to, to work for him. And um, Daredevil goes and protects his, I think it's his wife or someone or yeah. his sister or something. Um, and so he kind of builds the suits for, for Daredevil to almost as a, like a thank you. Yeah. And that's like, Totally different from the chat that we're seeing. Who's yeah. making, you know, is it this flamboyant dude who's <laughs> making suits for everybody? Mm. I mean, and that's kind of where the MCU is right now. I mean, a lot of things are just a big joke in the MCU. Yeah. Nothing is Nana, guess what as well. Seriously. Nana, guess what as well? In the comics, he's a white guy. <laughs> oh, my days. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I know Nana's getting real. Um, we can't hear him, but he's all right. Hear you, bro. Yeah, you can't, yeah, we can't hear him, but he's. I know you, I, you, you look so passionate, though. You look so passionate. I felt it. He's even up. It's over. The show's over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Jokes. Oh, what do we do now? We don't have a leader. He's back now. It's anarchy. Anarchy. Can you remember him? 
We can, but we're very yeah, compelling here, you know. Ah, do you know what? Yeah, this, this, I think this, this, this streaming experiment might be over. Only since we've started to try to stream the podcast, yeah, where things just start to go wrong. So, no, I think I think the last few times good. So these last few, yeah, that's a bit sucky. I don't know what's changed. Like it's getting on my nerves. I might have to. I'm back. That's what DJ friends and get them to come around and have a look at the mixer and, and tell me what's going on. Um, I would just like just turn it off and back on again. I honestly, I honestly feel like if you just used your laptop mic, it would be better because we'd at least be able to hear you. But you should be able to hear me anyway because I'm using a mic through the the mixer. Let's let's blame you, microphone. Yeah, I think you, need, you definitely need microphone. Oh, guys, we need a new microphone. Hit it. Subscribe. Get me a new microphone. Oh, that's bad. Oh, my gosh. Get me a new microphone. That's what... No, that's terrible. Oh, my gosh. Maybe you have to aim it. Maybe you have to aim it, like, straight onto you. And no, not doing it to, to the sides. No, because it's, um, they're like um, music microphones, isn't it? So the actual, where it picks up the best is actually around the side because it's meant to be hung upside down. Uh-huh. Yeah, because I remember well, we that, went. I wanted to invest in a studio. Boy, I wish I had funds to invest in a studio just like that, boy. Um, but I was just going to say, uh, so they're just race up here for banner now. Like, literally, there's no rhyme or reason. It's like, mm, we're just going to make this character black because we feel like it. Yeah. It's a different universe, though, no? Right. I, I, I don't know them to you anymore, man. It's just all. It just, it just is what it is, isn't it? But um, if there's no, nothing more that anyone wants to say on She-Hulk, uh, I'm going to move on. Nope. All right, so I've only still watched only one episode of uh, House of Dragon. Uh, um, how many episodes are there out now? Four. I don't know. I'm still on episode three, bro. There's right. four, and episode five is out tonight as we're recording. Okay. All right. T, are you still enjoying this? Is are you, are you preferring this to Ring of Power still? Hundred percent. Hundred percent. This is that? this is this is my champion out of the two. I I think House of the Dragon is definitely bringing it. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said before, it's just more gritty. It's more, even though it's still fantasy, it's more like realistic kind of medieval kind of time period um i like when the story oh sorry did you say something i said yeah people realistic with dragons <laughs> yeah but i mean in a sense that apart from the dragons they're all pretty much just humans do you know what i mean yeah yeah whereas, whereas in rings of power you got humans elves orcs this that the other so that's more fantasy um, I like both of them. I, I really am enjoying both of them. I'm up to date on both. I've seen all four episodes of both of them. Um, but just to me, House of the Dragon, slightly, well, not even slightly. I mean, is it, there, there's, there's a piece difference in it for me. For me, House of the Dragon is still a whole chicken um, and Rings of Power is a free piece. So they're both really good. But I just think, um, I think the connection to the original as well. So, like, with House of the Dragon, I mean, the theme tune is even the same. It's just the Game yeah. of Thrones theme tune, which is pretty weird. Never seen a spin-off just take the original theme tune like that and be like, yeah, I'll, I'll have this now. Um, so, so it it seems more connected to the original, whereas Rings of Power, 
um, it seems a bit, even though it's closer in time to the story and it's more, it's more leading into the Lord of the Rings story, it just seems like there's just a level of disconnect to it where it's not as, like the music, the music isn't there. Do you know what I mean, like Lord of the Rings had some epic fucking music and I would love to hear just one piece from that film, from those films, but it's, it's not, do you know what I mean? Then it's almost as if... I disagree it's not, I think the music should be sound at all. I think it's, um, it, it feels almost like, like um, if you brought in um, the music from the other movies, that would be like, it would almost be like, well, hold on, this isn't that, 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 that story. This is a, a different story. And it's sounding very sus right now. That's my opinion. Mm, I get what you're saying, but I'm not. I'm not even necessarily saying like have the same exact tracks, but have like a have like a nod to it. Do you know what I mean? Like have a couple of notes or something, because like I said, with with House of the Dragon, yeah, like this this is a completely different story. It doesn't necessarily have any effect on the story that comes in Game of Thrones. Whereas this with with Rings of Power, it's directly leading into Lord of the Rings. It seems. I mean, in episode four, we even got an introduction of a character. Uh, was it episode four or episode three? Isildur. Isildur was introduced. And he's the one in Lord of the Rings who went with, um, what's his name? The elf. Um, Adriel or Eldron. Yeah, Mr. Mr. Smith, Agent Smith from the Matrix. What's his name? Oh, no, I know the one. I know you're talking about. And he's the human that was meant to drop the ring into the fire and decided not to. Yeah. But he, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's um, it's it Bane, wasn't it? That's yeah. what they called it. As soon as I heard, that's um, all. All that we're um seeing at the moment is all that kind of lore of what what we got like hints of, um, all the stories that they told and. In Lord of the Rings, but surely isn't that what? Uh, Lord, like I haven't seen any of uh, House of the Dragon, but isn't that what we're kind of getting with House of the Dragon? Because they've told us they hinted about the time when there was other dragons around, and um, all sort of you know how how the different houses came to be. Isn't this what they're doing right now? Uh, yeah, but I feel like I feel like it's a bit more maybe because Game of Thrones is more still more recent in our memory but I feel like the connections mm. are are better like and they're kind of minor they're, they're used in a way to show how distance this is from the the status quo that we know like we see Baratheons and they're just some low level house like we've seen one Baratheon and that's it we've seen one Scar oh, wow. we've seen one Lannister they're, they're minor houses at this point in time so that's kind of what this they is all about the Targaryens. It? It's all about the Targaryens, and and with um, with Rings of Power. Even though I am enjoying, like, what, one of my favorite um, storylines in in Rings of Power is between the elf and the dwarf, the two friends. I think that's pretty. That's that's really cool, and that seems to be leading to the actual forging of the rings. Um, I also like the story with the with the elf, with the black elf, um, and his kind of love interest, and their fucking dipshit, idiot fucking son, who has the fucking secret to saving the whole fucking entire realm, but chooses to hide it 
like a dickhead for some reason. I I, I don't understand his motive. Well, it's because he's already he's already being um, tempted by it and corrupted by it. No, that's true. I guess yeah. he's um actor called the the Witch King. Um, that's one of the I think it's one of the nine riders that... um who get cut. Oh, okay, you know, you know, like the the nine the nine people nine humans who got the the rings yeah. all ended up becoming sort of like and they turned into ghosts or whatever the they were. Yeah, well, I can't remember what the name of them is. It starts with an N. Um, but I think one of them is is is, um, is, is the Witch King, and isn't he the one who rides on the dragon um, in the third movie? I can't remember that's one of them. You see this amazing scene where the this dude flies down on a dragon and he's just like destroys loads of stuff. Mm. Um, no, guys. And, and I, I reckon this kid has got the sword is going to turn into him. Oh. I don't think he's going to become one of those. We're not actually meant to be talking about having rings of power, I guess. Yo, sorry. Uh, we we kind of just talk <laughs> about <laughs> and we, we kind of just go through both of them at the same time because they're so similar. Um... But I think as well with Rings of Power, it's slightly. I wouldn't say I'm, I wouldn't say I'm confused, but I would say the 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 end goal, like like there's there's too many mentions of like the the final boss. Do you know what I mean? They've mentioned um, Morgoth, Sauron. Now there's this guy Adar. They're talking about the successor. Yeah. It's like, who's the main threat? Who are we scared of? Who's coming? There's, there's, oh, yeah. it, it's, uh, the ironic part of the, uh, the fun of it is, you know that, like, you've, we've all heard of Sauron, and we know that Morgoth has been, like, defeated. Um, but now he's this character, this adult character. Mm-hmm. That, sorry, sorry um, guys, pause, 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 pause. Stevie. Your internet has sounded dreadful. Is there any way you can like redo oh. or something? Yeah, I'll, I'll try and try and connect. Hold on a second. I'll try. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I reckon you, you almost need to shove it underneath your chin. Right? Uh, and I'm just gonna bend this one and then use the, another one next week. Um, yeah. Sorry, guys. Uh, yeah. Um, Ring of Power. I'm still enjoying it. It's the one that I'm definitely going to be watching, you know, like as soon as it comes out and sticking with it. I think it's just a lot easier as well for me because it's on Amazon Prime. I don't have to like scour the internet for it. Um, so that obviously plays a, a factor into it. I'm really enjoying it. And because um, I've only ever read the book of Lord of the Rings and that was a long time ago, I think that kind of explains why I'm a little bit lost to what's going on and not really fully understanding everything but ace can i ask the then what what level of the i don't know what do you call it richter scale what do you call it what how many hertz what what was the level what volume did you scream yeah when the black elf caught the arrow and then turned around and fired it back Fam, I know you went nuts. I know you went nuts. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah, that was so gassy. Like, like, <laughs> listen, yeah, it was so dumb because I was like, hold on, I'm watching like Lord of the Rings. I'm watching the fucking Matrix. Like, <laughs> what is going on? I was like, whoever put that scene in, yeah, 
put that seed in for me. Like, I was <laughs> like, yo! I was like, that, that's exactly what I thought. I saw that and I thought, man is going to lie to <laughs> uh, I was, I was losing my mind, man. That, that right there, yeah. Like, it was, oh, it was just beautiful. It was lush. Like, it was everything I needed in that moment, yeah. <laughs> just like, and the thing is, yeah, it was so unnecessary. But it was so necessary. Like, yeah. It was just so tough. Yes, uh, yeah, that's when I know you, like, anyone that knows me knows that I absolutely lost my shit. Like, uh, do you know what, yeah? Do you know what made it better if you just kept on doing it? Like, if he yeah. just literally every arrow, you just kind of just grabbed it out of mid air and fired it back here. <laughs> like, oh my God, what a nigga, man. Like, do you know what, yeah? When I watched episode one, yeah, I was like, why is that the elf's got the like the best trim I've ever seen? Like, <laughs> like the barbers in Mordor are absolutely on job. <laughs> but um, yeah, oh, I love. Like, I, I hope we do still get some epic moments. Like, I I want to see Gladriel just go ham again against some orcs as well, man. Like, I'm waiting for her to kick some ass. Um, I feel like the orcs have been um, portrayed much better in this show. They they actually seem like menacing and scary again, mm. especially in the other episode where I mean, and it, it was just one orc in the room with the the woman and her son. Yeah, he just seemed so powerful and and like scary, and it was cool, man. The only thing, as again though, as much as I feel like they've made them more intimidating and strong and scary again, I also feel like I don't remember them being this allergic to the sun. Is that? Me, as okay, it so this is this is an old fashioned thing. Yeah, this is like set thousands of years before Middle of Earth, like you know, and um those orcs, it is set that long ago. Uh, it is. What they what what I believe they're doing is they're kinda like time jumping a little bit or they're condensing time because obviously the show can't show you like thousands of years of things going on there. But like um in in the Lord of the Rings trilogy, like, Mordor, for the most part, is covered in darkness, isn't it? Um, Do you know what I mean? Also, um, they've also done experiments on um, the orcs. orcs and yeah. created, like, a new breed of orcs that can tolerate the sunlight a lot better. Yes. Than Lord yeah. Of the Rings. yeah, that too. Because orcs are supposed to be um, they're the, the result of experimentation done on elves. Um, and they're the the result of it, and that—that's why they're so fucking like fucked up and yeah. and allergic to, to to the light and everything because they've they've had dark magic applied to them to sort of create them basically. Yeah, yeah, because they're in Lord of the Rings. They, they weren't born, were they? They were like, I don't know. Well, like, and, and there's there's, weird, a, there's like, a character there's a character in um, in the history called Father, and Father translates into. Elvish as Adar, yeah. So yeah. The 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 father of the orcs was an elf, apparently, or that's the suggestion that there was a there was a dark elf who who basically kind of like was the 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 creator of all of or was used to create all of the the orcs. So yeah. is that who is that who's just turned up in the show? That's, or, that's, or that's, what, the, that's what I reckon it is. Yeah, but, that's really cool. But, he looks like he, he looks like an elf. Yeah, he does. He does. There's a lot of um, there's a lot of speculation about what they're doing because they don't actually have um, Amazon don't have the rights to like the proper Silmarillion or or 
or any of the books or anything like that. They've just got rights to, like, uh, what is it? It's sort of like appendix. They've got like rights and scripts and things like that, haven't they? Yeah, they've got the rights to like the appendices. Appendices. That's what I was looking for. Yeah, yeah. So um, they basically um, they they they. I think that I I see this as them sort of like uh, they're freestyling. What's the word? It. It's their idea about yeah, yeah. It's their take on it. They're taking the the footnotes and then turn it into a full story because that's all they're allowed to actually do. Well, if that's the case, then they're doing a lot better job than Game of Thrones did. <laughs> I, I knew you were going to say that. I knew you were going to say that. So, right, um, I'm going to move on. Uh, do revenge on Netflix. Um, so I was supposed to be on scene at cast, but I kind of got a little bit confused about their timings. And um, it would have clashed with today's recording. Um, I didn't want to postpone today's recording anymore, so I, comp- I uh, postponed it because I was busy yesterday. Um, Do Revenge was one of the shows that I was meant to watch on there. I did ask you guys to see if you can fit in before we recorded today. Um, was any of you able to watch it? Yeah, I watched it. No, I, I didn't. I didn't have time. Sorry. Uh, oh. No, I'm sorry. I didn't either. Okay, so first thing I want to say is, yeah, Camila Mendes, yeah, she looks very buff. Um, She reminds me of, um, is it Vanessa Hudgens from High School Musical? Mm. She reminds me of her in terms of, like, you know, she's a little bit older, playing like a high school student. And you know what, yeah, this movie should not be as good as it is, isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) Like, it's almost in the vein of, like, a high school musical, but it's just really enjoyable. And you know me, yeah? I normally can figure out where a movie's going and I can suss out the twist, in it? Yeah? The first twist that happens in this movie blindsided me. I did not see it coming. It was sensational, yeah? The second twist was obvious. Like, that second twist, you could see that from a mile away. That wasn't even... They, I don't even know why they even threw that in. They should have just kind of left it going from the original story or the original twist because that original twist was sensational. I'm not going to spoil it because that twist is superb. But Do Revenge is an American teen comedy film directed by Jennifer Caitlin Robson. Um, it stars Kay, Kay, Camila Mendez, Maya Hawke, Austin Abrams, Rishi Shah, who was in Miss Marvel. And what was kind of fun, it had... Um, it had Sir Michelle Geller, who played Buffy in um, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> and it also had um, Sansa Stark. And Sansa Stark's... I'm not Sansa Stark. What's her name? Is it Sophie Turner? Sophie Turner. Yeah. yeah. Her character, yeah, is in it for like, I don't know, maybe three minutes. But the two scenes that she's in, yeah, like she kind of, for me anyway, steals the show. Like she is so funny in it um, without being to be funny. Um... This, how do I put this here? This does like the whole like men ain't shit wokeness like right if that makes sense. Like it works in this in this film and it works in this scenario how they handle it <laughs> and how they go about. Martin's it. face doesn't agree with you. Bro. you don't agree. <laughs> no, it's not that. It's not that. Sorry, I'm watching the Jets game. The Jets just beat uh, Cleveland Browns thirty-one thirty. Oh, so you're watching? I'm the, sure. you're, you're watching the football in the background as well. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, because basically, um, so she's like an average girl in a society where, like, 
you know, the super rich and stuff like that, yeah. And like she's worked her way to be in with the it crowd, and she's like dating a super popular guy, and then she um sends like um what do you call it? Not nude, but like she sends like a a video of her like for him in it, and he leaks it to the school, and then it's about her trying to get her revenge on him, and that's all I will say because I would like for you guys to watch it. Um, I'm gonna give you a free piece. I really enjoyed it. Um, Mine, what did you think of the film? Um, I thought it was. I thought it was okay. I'm gonna give it a half chicken. Mm-hmm. Um, I was debate between a half chicken or because um, I th- actually I feel that I feel half. Chicken. Um, it feels a lot to me like me girls only. It's with you know two girls doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like the characters, but again, it feels very. It feels like it's been done already because oh, yeah, I, I can't race as hard as we have. Oh yeah, I, I know updating and no that have you know that have the exact same stuff so for it to be for it to be to be set aside from all of them that needs to do something great mm-hmm. the twist that Nana mentioned I I, I kind of saw a comment I wasn't surprised by that when it happened at all because um as though I could see hints of it but I just knew there was something wrong as though why would this uh, person you know sort of Go along with everything that's happening here and there, that kind of thing. So that's why, that's what, um, that's what's going through my mind. And a second twist, I, again, I wasn't surprised by it, by it. I didn't see it coming, but I wasn't surprised by it. Um, so that's part of the reason why I give it a, a half chicken. Mm-hmm. Um, what I do, I mean, there's this throwaway line, maybe not really a throwaway line, but I think message in there as well, um, these these um, students are supposed to be seventeen years old, right? And uh, the principal said that you know when you're seventeen, you're not supposed to have everything figured out and stuff like that, which is fine. And she sort of uses this to sort of explain away, you know, all the craziness that that happened in this film. But even with that, I'm thinking again, it's a, it's, it's a bit of a throwaway line because yeah, we know we're all supposed to have everything. Figured out when you're 17 and stuff like that. I mean, people are in their 30s, 40s, I still haven't figured out figured out their, their shit. So, um, for what it's worth, it was, it was a decent film. Um, I think everyone should watch that at least watch it once. Um, but for, it just wasn't for me. Yeah, like, like you said, it takes on all the tropes of other good films in it and it tries to modernize it and give it its own flavor. Um, but like I said, like for me. It's just that I I really rate things that can do something and I don't see coming. Um, so for the fact that you said you kind of saw it coming, props to you because I was just like in for the ride and enjoying it, and I was just absolutely blindsided and like I was like, holy shit! I can't believe they did that. Um, so yeah, the other thing that I w- I was meant to be watching, or two things, I was meant to watch the woman, the woman king, or no, the woman warrior. Um, but that's not out officially in the UK just yet. And the other thing I watched was uh, Goodnight Mummy. It's like a weird little horror kind of thriller thing. Uh, it gets bold. It gets bold, man. You watched, you watched a horror film. It wasn't, it wasn't like strictly a horror, but like, so it was just weird. It had like, it didn't have anything, anything scary in it, yeah. It was just weird. So the synopsis is twin brothers arrive at their mother's house and be, to 
begin to suspect that something isn't right. It's a remake of a 2014 Austrian film. Um, it stars Naomi Watts uh, and then I'm, I'm assuming real-life twins Cameron Crevetti and Nicholas Crevetti. Um, it's just weird and not very interesting, man. And like even the horror moments are just a bit weird. Like, do you guys want me to spoil it or, or, or not? Yeah, go on. I just think I'm gonna watch this this movie. Right, so, so spoiler warning. Spoiler warning. So basically, it turns out the kids got um. Oh fuck! What's that? Oh, it's basically where like something traumatic happened to him, so he created like, PTSD. No, but it's not PTSD. He's, he's like got like an identity disorder kind of thing, almost like Moon Knight. You know how like in Moon Knight, okay. the mum was being um. <laughs> Something plus attitude, dissociative disorder, something like that. Yes, yeah, yeah. that's the word. So basically, yeah, when he was younger, however, um, he accidentally killed his twin brother, and then that experience, that trauma, has helped him like create an imaginary twin brother. Yeah, and obviously, I don't know whether he's like gone away to help with his trauma. He's come back. So the twin brother's like, that's not your mum in it, like. And he keeps on doing stuff to make him feel like that's not his mum. And he ends up accidentally... In the end, yeah, they, like, tie the mum to the bed. And uh, they're, like, trying to figure out where the mum... Like, the real mum is. But it turns out that that was the real mum the whole time. And then the, like, imaginary fake twin brother were just kind of, like, fucking with him. And uh, in the end, he ends up killing his real mum. But then... Oh, shit. When he, like, kills the real mum... Because basically, the the real mum escapes kind of thing and says like look the reason why you're going through all this madness here is i've got something to show you and she goes she takes him to the barn and shows him like where he killed his brother and she's like you know it was an accident you didn't do anything wrong and in the process of like the madness happening he pushes the mom off the barn and then she dies and then when like he's out of the barn like the mom and the brother come back alive because then that's all back in his imagination and uh it's, it just wasn't me in it like you know, it was a bit, it was a bit long. It was an hour and a half. Um, I don't think the kids' acting was that great. Like, it just wasn't me, man. It, it gets better. For someone that's like some thrillers, because I wouldn't even say it was a horror. There was like maybe like one weird, scarish scene, but it was like a jump scare and anything like that. Um, but yeah, nah, not for me, man. Bones. Um, and yeah, bones, that, bones man, bones. Oh, wow. Yeah, nah, it, it sounds it, interesting, like in concept, but maybe it wasn't. Even though I spoiled it for you, yeah, I, I think if I hadn't spoiled it for you, I think you would like this. Mm. It, it's a very you film. I think at the most, you probably give it a half chicken just because not a lot happens, and because I think that you would have figured it out anyway that, like, something mm. wasn't right. Does that make sense? Mm. Like, they. Yeah. they, they they bang you over the head with the mum's not the mum. Mm-hmm. So much that you're thinking, nah, there's something else going on. Yeah. Like, if it wasn't so, I think the term is ham-fisted, you might be like, okay, maybe that isn't the mum. But the fact yeah. that they kept on, like, trying to be like, it's not the mum, you know, it's somebody else because of this. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, okay, well, clearly that's the mum and the kid's having some issues. <laughs> so I think if they didn't do it like that, I personally think you would have enjoyed this. This is like a 
are your film. You, you definitely wouldn't have thought it was scary because, like I said, there's only that one little scaryish bit in it. Um, but yeah, this is it's a film more up your alley. But even then, I'd be very surprised if you you would give it any more than a half chicken. Um, yeah, and then Stevie, it's been a while since you've been on. Um, what have you been up to that you know want to care to talk about? So I've had to go back to the internet connection um, through my data, so I might sound a bit shit. <laughs> Just let me know if, it, if the quality goes dodgy again. But um, yeah, I've, I've been watching Rings of Power, really getting into it. It's kind of like got my um, what's the word? It's got 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 my taste for going back into the lore and the history of uh, Lord of the Rings mm-hmm. again. Only I've spent so many hours just like diving into rabbit down rabbit holes of like who is this character what did they do and all that kind of stuff and uh, i think it really helps if if you just watch lord uh, the rings of power without much knowledge of the the background it, it can be a bit confusing yeah you're not entirely sure what's going on whereas if you have like a lot of knowledge of of, of the silmarillion and uh, sort of who the different characters were um, and what what they ended up doing it's quite exciting to think what what are they going to do and like how how are they going to do all of this kind of you know like uh, all of these tales and and how they're going to spin them. Um, so yeah, no, I'm really really enjoying Rings of Rings of Power. Um, the, the, I think. The, um, sorry, sorry, go on. Sorry to jump in, Stevie. But I think I think you're right. I think if you have more of an understanding of the law then you'll appreciate it more. Like I said, with Game of Thrones, I can pick up on those little things. Like, oh, there's a Baratheon, there's a Stark. Whereas mm. with Rings of Power, the only one so far that has clicked with me was Isildur. As soon as I heard that name, I just, I, I could I could hear, I, 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 that scene replayed in my head. And I was like, Isildur! I was like, oh shit, that's him. He's going to fuck everything up. Right. <laughs> it was cool to see and also um just to confirm because i heard the name and i was like i know that name and and so i looked it up and it kind of gave me a spoiler for what is most likely coming up in rings of power mm-hmm. um, and she well she's had the, the premonition of it already and that's the um the queen the city are you, t- are you talking about numenor here yeah and numenor that, yeah. Because um, when I looked up, I was like, Isildur. I typed that in, I was like, who's this guy? And then as soon as I saw that picture of him smiling at the volcano, I was like, okay, it's that <laughs> But then just underneath, I had a little description saying something about um, after, <laughs> after Fall of Numenor? Numenos and it got flooded yeah. or something, he went and became this king of something. So I was like, okay, so Numenos is going to get flooded. Mm-hmm. But then in that yeah, very episode, she had yeah. premonition about it, so yeah, right, yeah. Mm. But then that's um, in in the uh, as far as I can remember in the kind of law and, and history and everything. Um, Numenor was the fall of Numenor happened years, years, and years later. Um, yeah. And so, what I, they definitely have like taken a a view on on timeline and mm. playing around with what worked. But I'm I'm actually I'm surprisingly cool with that because this is their planet and I I just am really enjoying them fleshing out sort of like storylines and and this whole kind of like world 
and just playing around with, you know, what, what they can come up with. And it's, you know, like, it is gorgeous. And it is, this is the, the stuff I, you know, grew up with. Elves and, you know, dwarves and um, men and, and all that kind of stuff. You know, Ents, you know. Um, it's, it, it's so magical. And for them to start sort of, like, exploring the old stuff. Yeah, I mean, they, 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 they've got so much options, so many options to, to play yeah. around with as well. Oh, can I ask you something? Go for it. Do, do you think that's Gandalf? Is that Gandalf or is that someone else? Uh, I don't... I, I, they might make it Gandalf. Hmm. According to all of the sort of, like, the, the sort of the history and lore, Gandalf only came along, I think he was only supposed to have come along in the Third Age, and we're in the Second Age at the moment. Okay. Um, um, but there was like plenty of other wizards that came along. We only heard about like um, Radagast, Sa- Saruman, and Gandalf. Mm. And there's, a, there's hints of other wizards that, that were along. I was kind of wondering if it might have been Radagast because Radagast yeah. was the. Is it Radagast? The I, can't, I can't remember if it. Yeah, he he's like the. He almost comes across as almost like the craziest and oldest. Yeah. And I kind of wondered if he his connection. You know him coming to Earth. He seemed sort of quite in touch with with everything. But then again, there is a massive connection they've got there, where um, this wizard has has met the Harfoots, yeah. and Gandalf always had like a soft spot for the the Hobbits. I think um, there was also one. Sorry, there was also one scene in particular where, um, in in this show, this this wizard or whoever he is. Um, like grabs some fireflies and like starts whispering to them in a very similar yeah, way. Yeah, the movies see him. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. So there's 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 lots of similarities, and I I think they're doing this on purpose to sort of get people to wonder about it and speculate about it. Yeah, I think but, they're doing yeah. too. I think they're doing too much. I think they're doing it again. They they're trying to make it so much like this is Gandalf. That's not going to be Gandalf. It's it's, it's just, <laughs> they're just yeah. too much. Yeah. They're... You're right. They they didn't they 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 don't need to do that so much. Mm. I, I, it is like a, a weekly episodic show, isn't it? Yeah. But I, I would I would equally love this if they didn't add any of that into it and just had a bloody good story being told rather than trying to get us to speculate on shit and so on. So mm. uh, I mean, I it it didn't feel like the Lord of the Rings movies ha- had that because they were just recounting a a tale that had been told, you know, that had already written down. This mm. feels a little bit more like they're trying to kind of feed us. Um, but mm. at the same time, I'm really enjoying it. And and it is absolutely gorgeous. I mean, I dread to think how much money has been dropped on this mm-hmm. joke. Yeah, it was like, it's, it's a billion. A billion. Money. It was a billion. They dropped a billion on this. A billion? Yeah, don't you remember the, the articles came out saying that what? Amazon was spending a billion on the Windsor Power Show. Oh, fucking hell. I'm pretty sure that was what the articles came about. Yeah, they dropped like a billion on this. That's mental. That's mental. Well, it does. It shows it, doesn't it? When you yeah. look at the scenes, and I, you know, I have done a few kind of like pauses, and when you pull, when you hit pause, you can see so much detail. It's so pretty. Mm-hmm. It's really nice. But yeah, so that was Rings of Power. Um, 
did anyone else want to say anything about that whilst before I move on to no no we, we, we kind of talked about Rings of Power and House of the Dragons together already so yeah 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 um I saw I finally saw everything everywhere all at once nice um nice. have you have you guys seen that yeah yeah what? Yeah, I yeah. absolutely loved it. It was so right. fucking good. Oh, man, I it was it was funny and it was just batshit crazy. There was they they wrapped it sort of they wrapped it up quite neatly, but it was for a long time I was just wondering what the fuck was going on. <laughs> um, but it it was it was such a cool concept of. Um, of just how sort of multiple universes work and um, what would happen to somebody who could like tap in, see them all happening all at once. And yeah, it was, it was, it was very, very sweet how it all ended and what sort of like the, the big message was about love and everything. And um, yeah, but it was good. I re- really, really enjoyed it. Nice. Um, I, do you know, I also, do you know who, um, sorry, do you know who her husband was in that film? The actor. Um, I looked him up. I didn't rec- didn't recognize his name. He was short round, didn't it? He was um, he was short round. Yeah, in Indiana it. Jones. Oh, oh yeah. He was in the yes, Goonies. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was um, yeah, short. Yeah, yeah, but still, yeah, it's always a shock to hear it again. That yes, yes. Mm. And he's, he's coming back for um, Indiana Jones Five now, apparently. Yeah, I've heard that. Oh, really? Yeah, was uh, it Indiana Jones Five? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> really liked, really liked the um the the change in personality though that his character had, where he would go from him just being this kind of like subservient husband who was just you know not particularly good, and so all of a sudden turning into this action character yeah. who was like pulling some proper like kung fu moves. It was. <laughs> It's really good, and the concept that you, if you wanted to tap into um, someone's abilities from another um, another dimension um, or another reality, you had to do something that was just really like unpleasant or something. Yeah, I will never forget the guy that tried to stick that something. You know, it was it went it it went on like quite normally, like and and it was like it was quirky and everything. And when it went, when they start, when they were trying to jump on the dildo, and like it, I just went, oh my god, this is turned from sort of like a I don't know, like a, a fifteen or I don't know, like a twelve to to a proper fifteen, like. But yeah. it just took that like it, it became a little bit darker. And, like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was that. That was that was a very funny scene. That was mm. absolutely yeah. hilarious. I enjoyed. Yeah. It. I enjoyed the film thoroughly. Yeah, yeah. So that was a like a whole chicken for me. That was that was nice, very good. Nice, nice. Um, I saw Samaritan. Have you guys seen Samaritan I, yet? Do you know what? I yeah, haven't. I put it on the list yet, and I still haven't seen it. And I'm very annoyed that I haven't. Like, it was one that I really wanted to watch. I will get it watched. You could give your review, just don't give no spoilers. Oh, okay. Has anybody else seen it? <laughs> no. Oh, shit, man. Yeah, I'm sorry, Stevie. <laughs> Again, okay. this is my fault because I did put on a list for us to watch it, but things have been hectic. Oh. Uh, so, yeah, man, it was, it was good. I think I'll probably give it a three-piece. Okay. Um, 
I think it could it could have been a lot better, mm-hmm. but it was a good fun action movie and it had a good twist. And yeah, I mean that's what I should say because if I if I carry if I start talking about anything any more of it. I'm totally going to spoil the shit out of it. Yeah, no, I am so sorry, man. Like, again, we're going to have some of these weeks now where some of us will see certain things and some of us won't now. Things are, especially getting towards this, like, wintry, Christmassy period, um, things are going to be a bit wild, but we're going to do the best that we can. Um, is that everything? No worries, no worries, man. Is that I've, everything? I've, um, I've, my, my kids watched Breaking Bad, and I, we, me and my missus were sort of picking up on that. Um, and we've basically gone through the whole of Breaking Bad rewatch with them, nice. um, which is amazing. And with Breaking Bad finishing, we've now moved on to Better Call Saul. Better Call Saul is so good. Oh, he's so good. I, I was, I'm so shocked at how amazing this show is. Um, I was thinking it was going to be, I don't know, just like quirky pranks him in like a bit of a comedy show or yeah. him, I don't know each week having to deal with new kind of like things but it's deep it's really deep and it's like there's some real kind of like heartfelt moments in this show and I'm in just on season one right now and I think there's like seven seasons of six seasons it's, lit, it's just finished a couple of weeks oh, ago six Okay, but it, it, it keeps getting better and better, mate. You're gonna, you're gonna love it. Oh, that's awesome. That is awesome. And yeah, I mean, like, it just, I'm really shocked at how much heart this show has. You know, so it's a definite like whole chicken, definite must watch for anybody who's been into Breaking Bad. Nice. Watch definitely, definitely watch this show. It's really, really good. Nice. Um, Did you not watch? Um, did you not watch El Camino in between? No, no, we haven't seen that yet. I don't know if we should be watching that now or, or whether we should watch it afterwards. Mm, I guess it doesn't really matter. That one, it, yeah, it's, it's not really... You can watch it in any order, to be honest. You're not going to get spoiled by either one. Mm. Okay. If that makes sense, yeah. Well, that's cool. Mm. Um, oh, that's just reminded me of something that... Um, oh, oh, never mind. No, don't worry. Train's not, the train has left the station. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. It'll come back to me later on in the episode. Um, I've also been watching She-Hulk. Um, and that's about it, yeah. I've been watching other stuff, but yeah. yeah. Cool. All right, Martin, let us hear what you've been up to before I, I pretty much hand the reins to the show to Big T to let us uh, go for his week and cover a big stint of D23 news. Um, I have been up to I have been up to much at all. I can I can say that for nothing. Um, just the same old with me. Um, I've got a few more shows to watch. Um, I've been watching Black Summoner, for example. I just nice. watched that episode today. Um, and Engage Kiss. So um, I am lacking behind on a few shows. Oh, um, you and me both, man. You and me both. Yeah, actually, I'm, I'm up to date on um, Ruby Ice Queendom. I think it's episode ten. I'm on now. Mm-hmm. So. That's, that's something that I've improved on. Um, I'm still watching my, I'm still doing my Bleach rewatch, but it's going so slowly, and I know October is around the corner now, so I'm I need to wrap it up. I'm still at episode um, 40. 
Oh, bro. <laughs> um, I finished My Hero Academia season five. Uh, rewatch. I've also been doing a rewatch in time for the new um, season six to come out. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I finally done with that. Um, I skipped the movies because we've already seen the movie. We saw the movies more recently. That's why yeah, we saw the movies. Yeah, no, we did. Um, yeah, but it's still good. And I watched And One. So now that we yes! And One yes! the uh, And the Reigns of a T. Yes, what did you think of the documentary? I enjoyed the documentary. Um, like you, like you, I didn't realize that um, the professor was part of An One. Mm. I just thought that he was someone who went through, you know, went through college or not even college, but went through um, high school, then college, and then, you know, for whatever reason, he didn't get picked into to go to um, the NBA. to the NBA. But I actually like the route that 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 his life went instead. You know what I mean? He was mm. never the he was never the tallest kid and stuff like that but it was just his work ethic and you know it's sort of going around doing um you know p- playing um, um I was almost said a playing yeah. uh, basketball um on a sort of professional stage he did he went he went through his street ball yeah. and i watched his videos today in street ball and he's yeah. still amazing so i think it's really good um I have no idea if they're doing any more street ball stuff, but I do remember seeing watching street ball back in the day. Um, when the professor was there. I remember chosen one mm. um, and a few others. I don't I, like. I said I have no idea if they're doing it, but I would love to see a comeback. Yeah, th- I would love to see a comeback of that. Yeah. What did you f- take? Um, you see, remember I said the, the, the one black guy was very salty about you know yeah. how he felt. What well, now that you've seen the documentary? What's your opinion on that? Um, so I don't agree with him. Yes, I don't agree with what he said. Yes, because when it comes to ah, because when it comes to any business, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the business does, you know, of of course, people do go around and do get exploited and stuff like that and that yeah. kind of thing. But in this case, no one in the team really thought about money and contracts like that. Do you know what I mean? They all just, you know, they play the matter of I keep saying the American football when we basketball. Yeah. They play basketball, um, street ball. It was huge. They had their groupies and stuff like that. They were having fun. But I don't think they prepared themselves for just how far, just how big everything was going to be. Yeah, exactly. And now that, obviously, Anmon got sold and stuff like that, they then lost their contracts and stuff like that. But um, I will say this. There was, a, there was an incident where before a game the players were given pizza and stuff like that, right? Whereas um, people who were senior in the company, I guess, were having were eating sort of like really, really good food, really, really posh yeah. food and stuff like that. And that obviously grinds my gears because at the end of the day, if it wasn't for the athletes, then the company wouldn't be. You, know? you obviously need athletes in order to sell the products. You're not going to go to the NBA to try to sell the product. You do it through street ball. So respect the athletes and actually treat them the way they're supposed to be treated yeah. rather than saying, you know, they're just athletes. Um, you know, they're going to eat, they're going to be eating crappier food than, um, than these people who yeah. are out of PR and, and, people, and, for example. And after, that, or the case is. and after that incident, their food did get better and their treatment got a little bit better as well as the money that they were getting. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, yeah. But I think all this comes down to, yes, when you work for companies, I think anyone... Uh, regardless of what company you're working for, 
when the company gets taken over by another one, be prepared that your contracts will change and stuff like that. Mm. Be just based on um, the conversations that you're not privy to. Yeah. And secondly, I mean, again, this is back in the day, right? But secondly, I think I think I mentioned Scotty um, as yeah, well in the last recording about um, contract negotiations, things like that. Um, I think when it comes to athletes, athletes, I think, are short-sighted in terms of how in terms of their work. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is that um, at that moment in time, they look at the contract and say, you know what, that's a great contract. I'm earning 90 um um, a month or whatever the case is or um, I'm the highest paid player at the moment of time with 8 million but actually the trajectory of the sport is you know so much sooner now 8 million is it's basically bones and you won't be you'll be earning you know say 200 100 and 100 plus million a, a year and that kind of thing so I mm. think when it comes to players they need to really understand the contract what's being asked of them in the contracts yeah. and then also protect themselves. Like there was, a, there was a, one of the athletes who um, wanted their son to go to college, for example, and he asked one of the guys who was an and one um, whether he could, um, as a favor, to you know pay for his son's college tuition. And in the documentary, that actually hurt me that a guy said, you know, I may have had a conversation with him. I can't remember, but if we did, I'm really sorry and that kind of thing, mm-hmm. right? But I'm just thinking that. I don't know how much this guy was getting paid, right? But surely, if you're getting paid that much, what you want to do is save up your money and, yeah. you know, invest, either invest it or even, even put it in savings and stuff like that, where it just, you know, I don't know what the, the, what the interest would be on top of that, but just something. Be, just be basically, what I'm trying to say is be a bit more savvy with your money mm-hmm. rather than living the fast life. Yes, I understand that people are young and stuff like that. Well, but, no, 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 wait, 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 hold on. The, the one that did that wasn't young, bruv. He was one of the old heads. So he had been around for a while. It's just the mm. fact that he had not had money like that. Do you know what I mean? So, like, if you yeah, if you yeah, if yeah. it been like the professor and um, the one that got made proper big, yeah, then cool, mm. I understand that. But that one that was moaning and bitching and asking that favor was a was an old head. He had been in the game for a while, and uh, that's why he was so salty compared to everybody else. But I'm mm. I'm glad you watched the documentary. and I'm glad you've kind of like seen what I was seeing, where like. Again, this is what I try to say to people. Not everything is racism. Not everything is you've been explained. Sometimes it's you being yeah. dumb, like, and making bad decisions. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I agree. So, um, I, I mean, at the end of it all, obviously, when it comes to, I mean, even the guy who made it and won, he, he quit and everything like that. Obviously, the pressures of having a brand and things like that, competing with Mike mm. and, and the NBA. And all of that, obviously, that's that's a that's a tall ass order. Do you know what yeah, I mean? It's not it's not definitely. easy. It's not easy thing to do for a brand who's going through streetball and stuff like that to mm. then be able to um, um, match night like pound for pound and stuff like that. But at the same time, I think I think overall people just need to you know at least for the athletes themselves, they need to be able to um, be money savvy. Yeah. That's, that's, what, that's, what, that's what I think. If, if they were money savvy from the get-go, yeah, they would have felt cheated out of the money of this, that, the other. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, an example of what I mean by good money management, I'm, I'm going to close with this. An example of what I think good money management, management is or understanding the business is someone from, say, um, 
Rizzo, Rizzo from Wu-Tang Clan because um, Rizzo made sure that every rapper in the game, so like you have Method Man for example, you have Gizza, um, Old Day Boston who's obviously passed away, Ghostface Killer, all those people, right? They are artists of Wu-Tang Clan but also individual artists. So they've been able to go and do their own thing mm-hmm. and make their own money and stuff like that. They have con- especially in some of the contracts that after 20 years or stuff like that, they now own their music again and that yeah. kind of thing. So they'll be able to get royalties off of that and that kind of thing. That's what I mean by being business savvy. And I think um, athletes should get that education to just you know, be able to um, manage their finances better so that you don't get caught out with things like this. Yeah, 100%. 100%. All right, cool. All right, T, let us know what you've been watching and then uh, transition. Don't, don't send it back to me. Transition back into the news. Okay. Um Yeah, so um everything I've seen we've pretty much already talked about. Did we talk about Rick and Moy? No, we didn't, you know. <laughs> no, we didn't. Okay, yeah, so Rick and Moy episode two. Mm-hmm. Uh watch that. Um I'm enjoying this season of Rick and Moy so far. I think it's been two strong episodes. Uh, I think the first one was a whole chicken. I'd say this one's maybe a free piece, uh, but it's still really good. We return to Blips and Chips, which we've been to before, um, and that game, the like virtual reality game where you like play out. Is it Roy? Roy's life. Roy. Yeah. Um, so that was pretty cool that we've returned to that. Um, I'm not gonna lie, I do and we're gonna get a bit game. of a die-hard parody as well. Yeah. Uh, with Summer. But yeah, it was funny. I did not much to say about it, but it, it was good. It was entertaining. What do you like, think? Um, I was just saying, I don't remember going back into that Roy world. Um, I did love the Die Hard uh, references. Um, it's always entertaining when like TV shows and animations do like their own version of a Die Hard. Mm. Um, mm. It it just tickled me in it. Like I just really enjoyed it. Mm. Um, with me, I, I, I really like the episode. Um, I, I like Die Hard, I know it's business, so it was, it was fun to see that they were referencing Die Hard, and also take the nick out of Die Hard as well, um, in different universes or realities. I think they have different versions of Die Hard, either the name changes, or certain actions change, or things like that, but overall, it's, it's, it's basically the same thing, with maybe a twist here and there, that we can go at the end, of the twist. Um, for me, the highlight of the episode was actually um, Morty in uh, Roy's world because of the glitch. So everyone in Roy's world ended up being a fraction, like, like say maybe 5 million or 50 million of Morty. Mm. And there was a bit where the chick, I can't remember, I can't remember what her name is, right? but there was a woman in there, um, a teenager who ended up becoming like an old lady and stuff like that, right? But in there, she represented the rebellious side, the, st- the side that's not trusting of Rick. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I know the way she's huge war and everything like that and, and whatever, right? Um, all planned by Rick and her. But then she was sort of left, not sort of, she was left in the, in the game. And I don't know what this means for Morty, where, mm. you know, he's going, more, he's going to go back to trusting Rick and things like that. I don't know if this is him on the path to become an evil Morty because obviously he'll see that um, Rick has 
you know, not only delete his bevies from, um, I can't know, I can't know what that episode was, was it something? More his mind blowers. Mind blowers, mind poppers, I think, yeah, that's what it was. And so that happened. And now we have this one where mm. the, the, the skeptical side has also, or skeptical of Rick has also been sort of trapped somewhere. So I think we may, um, we may circle around back to, um, back to Roy's world or whatever the game is called. And, Hopefully she's alive so that um, uh, Morty can actually, you know, I guess claim, reclaim that part of him. So that'd be mm. interesting. Um, I don't know if that that'll mean that'd be pushed into being more distrusting of Rick or not. So mm. or, it would it would be interesting to go back to. I mean, at, at the end of the episode, they kind of like locked it away in in storage, like Raiders of the Lost. The Raiders of the Lost Ark kind of style. Yeah. Um, so it would be interesting going back to that because, a, like you said, that aspect of uh, Morty's personality is, is locked in there now, but also the difference in in time. Because remember, uh, in that episode, Rick gets pulled out at one point, and he's mm-hmm. like, "Raw, like, do you know how much time you're wasting? Like, every second out here is like." is like a year or like months in there. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, so by the time they long. get back to it, you know, um, the, 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 the girl who represented that aspect of Morty's character, she'll most likely be dead and it will be like her ancestors because this is going to be like far in the future of this world, potentially. And mm. even in this episode, they, it was kind of like a, a, a an offhand comment, but, they they said something like, "Oh, your generate talking to like kids within the um, simulation. Your generation, we don't even know if you're actually part of Morty. Do you know what I mean? Because you wasn't around when this glitch happened. Um, so you're born in this simulation. So are you- oh, team man, it was going so well. It looks like he's a uh, cut out." It's been a, it's been a while since he's cut out, but then again, I guess it's been a while since he's been on episode. You, so it'd be interesting so to see him go back. It wouldn't be a right episode if he didn't cut out. Yeah, Tom, you cut out. Start yeah, again. Yeah, you cut out. Did he cut out again? <laughs> oh yes, brother, big T, amazing, big Tizzle. What's going on? Everything was going so well. It's either I'm sucking or T sucking, which is very entertaining. Um, he's probably given like some well heartened speech and he thinks we're all just listening passionately and like he's just not there so yeah. he'll, he'll, come, he'll come back in at talking at sort of like five times the speed <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that's wild um, yeah Rick and Morty oh, um, boy he's actually been caught for a while so maybe his phone died um Hmm, interesting. I don't really want to move on because I don't think he'd finished his point. He hadn't. Look, so. I've, got, I've got something to say in the meantime. Yeah, go on. Uh, um, I just remembered. Um, do you remember when um, a movie um, weekend happened um, some weeks back? Um, and I went and watched um, something called 3,000 Years of Longing. Um, did you guys uh, talk? Have you guys talked about that at all? Um, no, we haven't. Well, this is like there was. It was so bizarre. There was like two um, 
there was two Idris Elba movies in the in the cinema at the same time. Oh, there was this yeah. three thousand years of logging, and then there was the one called Beast, which is him versus a lion in in Africa. Yeah, I've not seen either and of those. So we, we went into the cinema. I went and saw 3,000 Years of Longing. My boy went and saw Beast. And I came out feeling a little bit bored. And he came out of the movie telling me, oh, it was amazing. It was such a good movie. <laughs> he had a really good time with uh, with Beast. So I was like, fuck, a chance of a movie. I should have, should have gone for a movie that was like full of action rather than some sort of like storytelling of, of five mm. stories that weren't really coherent mm. anyway that was I, that was just a thought yeah but um right he's not back he's not coming back is he uh, yeah I, I don't know what's going on i i think like i said i think his battery might have just died um but you know again not much you can do other than just continue on so uh i'm gonna pull up the notes um yeah because that was really literally the only thing that he's gonna talk about and i'm gonna go into the news and start talking d23 um there was a lot a lot of different things that happened at d23 uh unfortunately i wasn't able to watch a lot of it um which kind of sucks but is what it is um couple of trailers i don't know what trailers were officially shown to the public and what trailers were just shown at d23 um but here we go so first trailer on this was hocus pocus 2 um i don't even remember if i've ever seen hocus pocus the first movie you know i think i have it's the one with three witches as well and yeah it's the one with three witches but i can't like do you know what I mean? Like, three witches is like the standard, isn't it? Like, so I think yeah. Hocus Pocus was massive, though. It's, it had the, the three witches. One of them was played by Sarah Michelle Geller. And oh, who are the other ones? Oh, Hocus Pocus. Sarah Michelle Geller was in that one, too. I think so, yeah. I think I think the three witches who are in this, in Hocus Pocus 2, are bad. Wow. It's the same actresses and everything. Okay. Mm. It's from 1993 was the original one. Right. And How it was had uh, Bessie Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker and... Oh, not Sarah Michelle Gellar, what am I saying? Sarah mm. Jessica Parker and Kathy Najimi. Mad. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, decided, disenchanted. Uh, the trailer for that. Looking forward to that. I still haven't seen the first one, but I will watch the first one um, before that one comes out. Um, again, hopefully because the missus is going to be in that, so looking f- looking forward to that. Uh, What's her character? Uh, she's like an extra kind of thing, isn't it? She's got like a maybe like a a thirty second scene. Um, that's that's, that's yeah, a, But what's her character called? I don't I don't know what her character's called. Oh, do you know, or are you just not allowed to tell anyone? <laughs> I don't know what her character's called. All I know is that she's in the she she should be in the movie. Because do you remember when I said that that was in a Disney movie? Yeah, yeah. So this yeah. Th- this is that movie. So okay. hopefully she's okay. gonna be, like I said. Hopefully she's gonna be in the movie because it'll be annoying that she spent all them days recording and filming for that for her to not be in the movie. Like that would be quite jarring. Um, yeah. Uh, we got the Little Mermaid teaser trailer, which caused all the racism. Um, now, I thought... Yes, I'm laughing at racism. I thought... Um, 
what do you call it? It might have been like an awkward camera angle or something for um, Hayley Berry's character's um, eyes to look so wide apart, but I suppose that's just how her face is. Um, that is literally her face. How dare you comment on her face like that? But is, is, am I not wrong? Does she not look like her eyes are wide, are, are unnaturally wide apart? I don't know, man. People still say that about me when I take on my glasses, so, you know. Really? I've never noticed that about you, though. Hmm. But, um, yeah, her face definitely looks like her eyes are, are far apart from each other. Um, other, than, other than that, her being black, that was the only problems I had with the trailer. The trailer's pretty cool. Um, I don't know who's been cast as Sebastian, but if it's a white guy, I'm going to be pissed. So, Sebastian, <laughs> Sebastian better be a Jamaican <laughs> dude. Um, but, yeah, T, are you back? What happened? Back you die? No, I don't know. My phone just decided to just fuck with me for a minute. So. Yeah. Alright, cool. So yeah, I, everything I, just started freezing. Okay, cool. So. I've talked about Hocus Pocus too. I've talked about Disenchanted, and I've just talked about Little Mermaid teaser. Uh, over back to you to take the reins. Okay, nice. Um, yeah. So you talked about Hocus Pocus two, just try Little Mermaid. Um, yeah, okay, so yeah, we'll move on. So um, we're talking about D23. This is the Disney panel. Mm-hmm. Um, these are their live-action movies. Um, we've got a number of, of um, reveals. So the next thing on the list, uh, Peter and Wendy. So the live-action Peter Pan movie from Disney, uh, from the director of the Green Knight movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I completely forgot. Completely- forgot they were doing this, you know. What? A live, a live action cinder, um, uh, Peter and Wendy. Yeah. I completely so, buy it. All right. I'm going to tell you, <clears throat> you're probably going to get annoyed, Nano. But um, <laughs> the title Peter and Wendy mm-hmm. implies, and uh, also the actress playing uh, Wendy, uh, Eva Anderson, um, she said her character and Peter are equals in this version. Yeah, I remember you said this in the WhatsApp group. Yeah, and if you look at the poster, if you look really closely, it's actually Peter and Wendy. Wendy is wielding a sword as well, fighting alongside Peter Pan, fighting against Captain Hook. Yeah. Which, to me, is weird because, again... I understand this whole female empowerment thing and yeah, women can do what men do. You know what I mean, within reason, there are also things women can do that men can't do, but mm-hmm. it, you have to take the context into it. Like mm-hmm. you can't just make Wendy this like pampered, rich, like white English girl. Do you know what I mean? Who's grown up with daddy and mommy and yep. do you know what I mean? And then, and then say that she is equal to this boy who we don't even know how old he is because he lives, like, he in just never, doesn't age. Neverland. So we don't know how much experience he actually has. Mm-hmm. Um, he lives, fends for himself, lives in the wild, fights pirates daily. Do you know what I mean? So how are they equal? It doesn't, <laughs> it, it doesn't make sense to me. Because, it doesn't make any sense. Because it's Wendy in it. She can just magically have the power and strength of Peter Pan. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Because women are so great, like they can just master things in seconds. Mm. So I'm not really, again, like like I said, I'm not bothered about like race swapping and gender. You, you just want it to make sense. And you don't care as long as it makes sense. 
it, exactly. It has to make sense. Mm. This don't make sense. So that's why this that, it, it doesn't bother me, but mm. it just is weird. Yeah. I'll show you a curveball. Okay. It's all about imagination. You can do anything mm. if you can imagine it. Yeah, that's but that, that's not really... So it doesn't really matter if, but if Wendy has like... got as good an imagination as Peter Pan, then she can imagine that she is just as good a sword fighter as that's him. That's true. And if anything... Oh, that's actually a very good point, Stevie. That's actually a very good point, because if anything, her imagination might even be greater than Peter Pan's, because remember, he wanted to keep her so that she would tell him and the boys stories, mm. because she told good stories. So that would imply that her imagination could even be better than his. Mm. But wasn't I thought, I thought, I thought Neverland it, like the tells of imagination and happiness was to do the flying though. Oh, it's to do with a lot. It's to do with the flying. I mean, in the um, in in the Robin Williams live action one, they use their imagination literally to like create food and eat. Mm. So oh, yeah, that's I mean. true. That is true. Hmm. Okay. Alright, that's why they wanna Okay, fair enough. Um do you know what yeah, as much as I complain, yeah, if I watch these movies and it bangs, I'm not gonna come in here and be like, oh that was terrible, man. I don't know why Wendy was kicking off. So you totally disappeared. I think you need to talk I need to talk right at your mic or something. Hello? Hello? Am I here? You literally need to shove your lips into your into your mic. Can you can you not hear me now? You're gonna eat that mic. Yo, I'm talking. You're gonna hear me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. so yeah, I'm not gonna turn around and be like, "Oh, it was shit. If it was good." Like, I'm not that. I'm not that. I'm not that level of petty. If Wendy yeah. is actually like, if Wendy gets thrown a sword, does a a, a double front flip, pirouette in the <laughs> sky, and drops Captain Hook in the eye, and it looks amazing. I'm gonna come on here and be like, "Oh my god, that was the shit!" What, but it, what if what if what if Wendy catches an arrow and fires it back? Then I won't be like, oh, I'm, "I'm gonna like again." I'm gonna lose my shit. I'm gonna be like, "Hey, yo, Wendy, you are now my favorite Disney princess because you just you you, you just fired a, a, a quote." Do you know what I mean? Like, you're my you're my favorite. You like when when they say, "Oh, who who do you love as Disney princess?" It's gonna be Mulan, yeah, Paul Hunters, and then Wendy because. Wendy kicks ass, you know what I mean? Like, I like again. If it works, yeah, I'm down. Like that's the thing. Like as much as I will complain on shit on certain things, yeah. If it works, yeah, I'm gonna hold my hands up high and eat crow and be like, I was wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the track record we've seen so far, yeah. <laughs> most of the time, it's not wrong. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So yeah. I, I, again, I just forgot this was happening because I feel like they might have announced this one years ago. Just. Yeah. But yeah, so it is the because the thing one of the things that I loved about um, the Robin Williams one was Rufio. Like, so is is yeah. is, is Wendy basically is Wendy basically <laughs> is, is Wendy basically taking the place of Rufio in terms of being the sick like side character? Yeah, I'm dead. I think Rufio. I think Rufio is only relevant in in the Hook one. I don't actually know uh, Rufio in Peter Pan to be. Uh, no, he wasn't. Not in the answer, to be fair. Yeah, not in the Kain. Mm. And he got killed by Captain Hook. Yeah. That was sad. Mm. Mm. Can you imagine mm. if Wendy gets mm. killed by Captain Hood? How the feminists <laughs> would cry out in pain, bro. Right? <laughs> <laughs> right. Are you crazy? Well, she's putting herself in arms danger by wielding that sword. Then, so what? You, you, you can't. You can't have it both. 
You can't, you can't, you can't be the badass chick and then still want to be the damsel in stress. Like it don't work like that. It's one or the other. Yeah, look, look, pick a lane and stay in it. Do you know what nah. I mean? Do you, do you know what though? There, there's no way she's gonna be in a damsel in distress. I guarantee you. Mm. Even though, even though Peter and Wendy are equals, as they say, I guarantee you she ends up saving him, and she's like the the big hero of the movie. <sighs> Boy, again and again, if it if it serves a, the story and it's a good story, I won't have a problem with that. But if it's like pandering and very forced, and it's obviously just more of this. Do you know what I mean? This this agenda that's going on, mm. then it's gonna feel it's gonna feel it's not gonna be satisfying. Do you know what I mean? It needs to be earned. Do you know what? Yeah, well, can that way. It can right. end that way. Always have to save Peter, but has to be earned. It can't just be some bullshit, man. You, again, I hate to come back to the share. Have you been seeing the blind reactions for the little uh, from the Little Mermaid? I've I've seen some of some of those videos are really cute and nice, isn't it? One or two of them are like when the girls like raw, they made Ariel black, like like the way they say it's it's like they acknowledge that she's not meant to be black. Does that make sense? Uh, not that she's not meant to be black, but that she hasn't been black. Okay, yeah, she hasn't been black. I guess so. Yeah, it wasn't even like. Again, like some of them have been really cute and it's been like, oh, that's nice. Like, they see themselves. All the time, I'm just like, okay, just, 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 all right, the next live action just should be just Princess Tiana. Because now, the thing, the, the, yeah. the thing that's going to piss me thing is, though, with, with, these, <clears throat> with these reaction videos, mm. they've been, like you said, some of them have been sweet. Some of them, I've even seen, like, little white girls watching it. And it, it, it's very funny because the videos that have like little white girls watching it, the point of the videos are, look, they don't even see race. They just see Ariel. They just see the little mermaid and they get excited and start crying. Like, because they're happy that the little mermaid is coming. So that's nice. Do you know what I mean? And there's, Mm -hmm. there's, there's no mention of race in those videos at all. It's all about that's because they don't. Post, that's because they, they don't post the ones about race up there. <laughs> like imagine, huh? imagine if you if you you you're, imagine you're the parent that records that blind reaction, and then your little girl goes, "Mommy, why is Ariel black? She's not white. She's not black in my books." Like no, you're, you're not gonna blame the army. What I'm saying is, mm. what I'm saying is, yeah, it's ironic that the little white girls are watching it and. The, the point of those videos is, look, we're not seeing race. We're just seeing the character. Mm. And, and the child is genuinely excited. Mm. Whereas all these adults in the world who are saying, oh, Ariel's not black, is a dickhead. Mm. But at the same time, these other ones that you were talking about, where it's little black girls mm. watching it, I feel like the parents are pushing that uh, reaction on their kids. Mm. It's on the older ones, on the ones that are a little bit older. Yeah, like yeah. even the younger ones, like the younger ones who are even more oblivious to this whole race situation that's going on. So again, just like the little white girl, they're just seeing Little Mermaid. They're not seeing. I mean, like they, they maybe they are, but not like 
that's not why they're excited. They're not like, oh, yeah, Ariel's black, sick, now it's going to be good. Mm. They're like, oh, yeah, it's the Little Mermaid. Like, that's initially what they're excited about, the same way any Little Mermaid. I think, I think it's both. I think it's both. Obviously, they're excited that the Little Mermaid film is coming out, but also that, you know, they are represented in Ariel yeah. being black. There is, there is my, that. So my point I is, think my that point parents is, are actually pushing that. And if, it, if that's the case, then obviously that's, that's not right because... That's what I'm saying. Obviously, you want you want you want you want a genuine reaction of what these kids think about the Little Mermaid, and if you're pushing your own sort of, if basically if you're doing if you're doing the videos, TikTok, whatever, for you know just to say that oh she's black and you know the kids really like them, other than you know the genuine reactions to it, then that's different. I don't like that. Um, yeah, like in one of the, in one of the videos. The mum's asking the kid, like, oh, do you like it? Do you like it? And the kid's like, yeah, like, I like it. It's still a mermaid. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, yeah, like, do you like it, though? Do you like it? And the kid's like, yeah. And then she's like, she looks like you, doesn't she? And it's like, <laughs> for the parent to have to be the one to say that, mm-hmm. it's like, stop pushing this on the kid. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's funny because it reminds me of, um, of, of an experiment that happened back in the day that was very... I don't know what the word is, counterintuitive, counterproductive. Like it, it actually caused what they were trying to uh, uh, investigate how you can avoid. So they had kids, yeah, little kids who, again, when you're that age, race isn't really a thing. Race is a concept that you kind of get taught as you grow older. Mm. Um, they had these kids, and then you have two dolls one white doll with blonde hair, one black doll with, with black hair. Mm. And they'll say stuff like, ah, oh, which one do you want? Which one's the pretty one? Which one's the naughty one? Which one's this? Which one's that? Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, or which, which two are the same? Do you know what I mean? And the kids would would have... Their their answers would not be like, well, that's the bad one because she's black or that's mm. the, this one, like, she's the pretty one because she's white. Or yeah. they would be like, well, these two are the same because they have the same clothes, even though one's white and one's black. What the yeah. kid is seeing is the clothes that they're wearing. Mm. Or like these two are this or that, and 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 then one of the parents said something like, "Ah, oh, that's really good that you that you think these two look the same." Or, or no, or what was it? It was something like, "What's the difference between these two dolls?" And the kids would point out, "Oh, they've got different shoes. Or they've got a different top on." <laughs> yeah. Or you know what I mean? Mm. They wouldn't say, "Well, one's black and one's white." Yeah. But then the parent would say to the kid, oh, that's really good that you didn't even notice that one's black and one's white. And it's like, well, then why did you do that? Yeah, because now they're going to look at it and be like, let me interject with that one because I have, I, have seen, I have seen that experiment and that experiment was to show unconscious bias and how, how early you can see that because the whole point of that one was to see, okay, they're here people's, which one's the middle one, blah, 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 right? So, but like you said, they put that out, right? So the only time that that experiment becomes, um, I guess, tainted or, or whatever, right, is when the adults say, oh, but, you know, this one looks like you and this, that, and the other, right? Mm-hmm. But when you ask them, why do you say, why is she um, the naughty one? I, I don't think kids put two or two together to say that, this one's naughty because of the clothes rather than because of the because of the the, the different skin colors. Because when you look at the majority of them, it was the black doll. The black doll was the naughty one. The black doll was this was all every negative connotation, right? And the white mm-hmm. one was always people want to see this, right? So 
that's what it shows you rather than the fact that subconsciously kids as young as I think they were five or something like that, five, six, absolutely mm. something like that, already understood what was meant to be well in that side was meant to be good, was meant to be yeah. bad, right? Because there was no other information given to them. So I don't think we should conflate that experiment with what we're talking about with the little mermaid. No, I go with Yeah, so I I think that when it comes to little mermaid, general reactions, yes, I'm, we're all we're all for general reactions. But when it comes to it being forced upon them, oh, do you like it? Do you like it? Okay. Oh, she looks like you. That's a she. I think so maybe to maybe to some extent, you know, you can you can say that you know the mum wants the kids to know, or the parents want the kids to know that they are represented in in a film, and that they shouldn't feel that. That only it's only young white girls or young women or just, just white women in general who are seen as good or who are the lead roles for their favorite characters that character has and you can be black and 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 have that representation as well. That's what that thing the main takeaway from all those reactions is. I think it I means think- more to people of our age than it does to the kids, which is why maybe in that video the the parent was doing that because mm. obviously us we grew up with Disney, with all these white princesses and all this and that, do you know what I mean? So, to have Ariel be black now, to us, that means something, because it's like, raw. do you know what I mean? The representation. But to the kids of nowadays, of of now generation, like, they're they're, they're represented fairly well. Like, they've got, like, Ampa, they've got, like, Fucking, there's like Mexican Cinderella. There's fucking, do you know what I mean? Yeah. We've, we've got a Latino Snow White coming up soon. So representation nowadays, it 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 it's weird because it's like you you've got a lot of the people, and again, they're our age, they're our generation, going, oh, what's this? What's this blackwashing that they're doing? Just making all the white characters black, and then you've got black people that are like, or or, or any people of color being like, oh, it's nice to see, like, ourselves reflected in in movies and stuff. But that's our generation. For the kids, it's just another movie. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just another princess. It's just another movie. I don't think it's as big a deal for them as it is for us because we've obviously, we've gone so long without having the representation or yeah. seeing these types of characters. Whereas the kids of today, like, they've got fucking Miles Morales. Do you know what I mean? They've yep. got... They've got people. You know mm-hmm. what I mean, we've got Black Panther. We've got so for them to be like, oh, isn't it amazing? Like she looks like you. It's like, well, yeah, but there's bad people that look like me in movies now. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean, I left you a ginger. Yeah, no, there's less. There's less <laughs> for you now. You don't get. As good <laughs> We're giving them to the black. So, <laughs> God, <laughs> Steve was like, shit. I can't say shit. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah anyway uh, so yeah are we done with Little Mermaid I just want to say one more thing with Little Mermaid because I think I don't know what it is about so I do know what it is about um, some people's reactions to you know characters being raised because a lot of it is nostalgia right Mm -hmm. Um, because I'm thinking like we established in the earlier on um, in today's in the episode um we know that um, 
Dove obviously the, the characters have always been a certain color, uh, a, a certain ethnicity all throughout the all throughout you know their publications, things like that, right? Mm-hmm. So I do understand that for there to be a change, people don't take to that change. I mean, human beings it takes a change quickly anyway, especially if you know there's nothing, especially if they don't feel anything's wrong with, with, with anything, right? So I do understand that, but when it it just amazes me how ridiculous some arguments are when it comes to um, fictional characters like the Little Mermaid and stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? Or Cinderella, or this, that, and the other. Um, because I know that the origins of all these stories are, they are like, you know, we have Belgium, um, France, um, Italy. Um, do you know a lot, a lot of, a lot of sort of original stories originate from white countries, right? <laughs> but when you look at the actual film for it as well, right, it doesn't really matter that the film was based in Germany and now you have English actors, you know, singing the songs and doing this, that, and the other, um, mm. and all that stuff does it really matter if the skin color changes because at the end of the day the skin color has nothing to do with or ethnicity has nothing to do with the story it's still a, a warm heart, heartfelt story and things like well, that can i just um, sorry, sorry can i just interject just a little bit yeah you could kind of say that well all these stories were based off the brothers Grimm, who were like what german or danish so they obviously would have made their characters white because they're the ones that write in the story so yeah exactly exactly as a reflection of so, their culture. Exactly. So it doesn't matter if now, because the Brothers Grimm story hasn't gone anywhere. In fact, the Brothers Grimm story has been bastardized by all these, by all yeah, these, super uh, bastardized. Uh, these, these, these films. I mean, <laughs> if you want to know what happened in Pinocchio, then read the Brothers Grimm. But if you want to know what happened in Cinderella and all that, or I can't remember what other stories there are, but read, read the Brothers Grimm's book because all these fairy tales, don't end up with no. the way that you can talk about Little Mermaid itself. People that are complaining, oh, she's not white, it's not authentic. Okay, bro, read the authentic ending of <laughs> Little Mermaid and she, tell me you want that in the She movie. dies, isn't it? And has like a leg scarf or something like that. Yeah, when, when she gets tricked, rather than her fin actually turning into legs, something like her fin just splits in two. So it's as if she's got legs, but she just cut her fin just gets cut in half. And she dies at the end. Yeah. Little Mermaid dies. So yeah, uh, yeah. there you go, kids. Yeah. Have an authentic movie. Which is why I'm saying that. Again, for I mean, when the Bob's Grimm were, were, were writing their book, I'm sure that they didn't think, or writing the story, I'm sure they didn't think to themselves, this person has to be white. But obviously, they are reflective of what's around them, which is. Yeah. I am I am a white person who's writing a book, and also my also my character is going to be white and stuff like that, right? But it doesn't matter what the race is, as long as it's a it's a it's a good film. I mean, you could talk about there be Ariel having what six is a six um uh, six sisters and stuff like that. Yeah, that yeah. different parts of the of the seven seas, right? Mm-hmm. So you can look at that and be like, well, actually, if you really want to get technical. Where are all these seas based around? Yes, not based around near um, oh. near the continent, the Asian continent, stuff like that. Stuff around the Asian continent, stuff like that. So, really and truly, if you do want fair representation, then we have to make these people all look like they're from these places, right? And it'll just it'll get it'll get ridiculous in that aspect. So, mm. I think just okay. enjoy the film when it comes up what it is. If it's obviously a shit film, it's a shit film. Do you know yeah. what I mean? No one's going to be burst looking off of any film that's absolutely rubbish, right? right. This is this it's be a good film regardless of the of this casting choice uh, this is the last thing I want to say in this year and like it's, 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 it's a joke that made me laugh and it was like oh 
Little Mermaid can't be black because she knows her father. And I'm not going to lie, that made me laugh so much because I was just like, oh, my days. Someone went there and said the whole missing father joke amongst black people. Made me laugh. But yeah, sorry, T, you can carry on. Has he gone? No, I'm here, sorry. I, 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 I was busting up, but I was on mute. <laughs> it's funny, though. Know, like, when I saw that meme, yeah, I was like, no, I can't believe someone went there. It just made... And this is the thing, yeah, like, I know some people like, oh, you can't tell that joke. That joke is so racist. But, like, it's funny. It's funny. Like, we all made a joke about the dad going to the cigarette shop and not coming back. Do you know what I mean? We all, everyone makes that joke. Uh, what's next on the agenda? Mm. Um, yes, and next, uh, we have a bit of, we've got another Haunted Mansion movie coming. What? Um, director Justin Seaman? I, I never S- actually Simeon? said that name out loud until now. It's Simeon, no? Simeon, Simeon, Simeon. Simeon. Um, anyway, th- this director, um, apparently he's got a lot of love for the Haunted Mansion ride. Mm. He used to work at Disneyland. Oh, man. Um, so... There you go. Uh, but the cast for this movie actually looks really good. It's got Owen Wilson, mm-hmm. Tiffany Haddish. Nice. Well, I said it. I said the cast is good, but Jared Leto's in it. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis is in it. Uh, Lakeith Lee Stanfield is in it. Oh, yeah, he's Vito, it. Winona, Winona Ryder, Rosario Dawson. That's a stacked cast, bro. Cast. cast is stacked, man. Mm. This is really good. Um, so, yeah, no real information about this movie apart from the cast so yeah sounds good mm, it does uh, and alright anyone want to say anything about Haunted Mansion nah just uh, no, 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 I've only seen one Haunted Mansion film and that was the one with um, Eddie Murphy in it that, and that was yeah. alright oh actually I've seen, the, I've seen the, the Muppets uh, Haunted Mansion I, I like that one but then again I'm a huge fan of the Muppets so I'm <laughs> going to be hella biased yeah, I mean, it'll be good. It'll be good to see a haunted mansion film. Is it going to be uh, comedy or is it going to be more um, uh, uh, of a serious nature? Do we know that much? I uh, know. I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be similar in tone to the Eddie Murphy one. Um, okay. Looking at the cast, I mean, Owen Wilson is is common. I mean, it could go either way. A lot of these characters can do. Uh, sorry, a lot of these actors can do comedy or serious. Like Owen Wilson, yeah. Tiffany Haddish, uh, Danny DeVito. Mm-hmm. Rosario Dawson, Jamie, Winona Ryder, a lot of them can be serious or, or funny, so it can yeah. go either way. But being Disney, I think it's going to be funny. more humorous. Yeah. 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 Um, so, next on the list, I know this actually uh, upset a couple of you guys. Uh, we are not getting a sequel to the Lion King movie in a sense, we are getting a prequel. Boo. We are getting. Someone is to be fired over this. <laughs> now, since since the um, since the initial reveal, I think more information has come out about it. Um, I got a synopsis for it, mm-hmm. and it seems like it's going to be more like like Godfather Two, in a sense that it is going to be a sequel, mm-hmm. but at mm-hmm. the same time we are going to, it's going to be a prequel as well. So we're going to see, basically the synopsis says, um, Simba, having become king of the Pride Lands, is determined for his cub to follow in his footsteps, 
while the origins of his late father Mufasa are explored. So mm. it seems like literally exactly the same as Godfather 2. We might get a simultaneous telling of like the rise of Simba as king and Mufasa as king. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like while while Simba's getting grips of being king, we're gonna get flashbacks to to Scar and, and Mufasa and all of that stuff. It'll be interesting. I'd like to see if they get into Scar's backstory more, to be honest. Um, like, if they're actually going to reveal his real name, which I think is, is Tucker or something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's Tucker. Yeah. And, um, which means, it has a meaning that's like, dickhead or something like that. <laughs> I don't know, because... I, so what I've read about the I kind of liking mythos is that um, Scar, who was was part of what's called the Lion Guard, I think it was, something like that. But the rap was that he tried to use the power that he had uh, to sort of usurp, maybe not, maybe usurp the throne or something like that, or whatever the case was. So he was punished, got given a scar on his face, and was made forever Scar. Hmm. Mm. I don't think it's needed. Um, no, definitely not needed. They've brought, in, they've brought in new actors, obviously, to play the young Mufasa and the young Scar. So it's not James Earl Jones. Mm. It's not. Uh, I, I don't know it in the movie. I can't remember the um, name. I know it was Jeremy Irons in the original, but in the new one, it was someone who wasn't as good. So. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, um, also, so far, the only confirmed roles are Young Mufasa and Scar, who the actors have been revealed as well, but I don't know who they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rafiki is in it as well, played by the same, um, voice actor as the original, and Timon and Pumbaa. Wait, what? I've been confirmed, Donald Glover is the replacement role of, uh, I don't know. There's no confirmation of whether Donald Glover will be back as Simba or whether Beyonce will be in it. Yeah, Seth Rogen and Billy, whatever his name is, uh, mm-hmm. are back as Timon and Pumba. Oh, uh, yeah, was Beyonce Lala? Huh? Was Beyonce Lala? Who's Beyonce then? Beyonce was Nala, yeah. Yeah, it's Beyonce back. <laughs> uh, that that said, that said, that said, a shiver down my spine, bro. And, uh, yeah. Anyway, so that's happening. Um, it's going to be in the state, the same like photorealistic animation style as the first. I'm gonna watch, uh, I'm gonna watch it. J- July fifth, twenty twenty four. Oh, it just looks online, and I can see that it says on uh, IMDb it says that Seth Rogen is Pumba and Billy. Eichner is um, yeah. Timon. Mm. Yeah, so they're, they're back. And apparently in the footage they showed in D23, Timon and Pumbaa were narrating it. So I don't know why Timon and Pumbaa mm. are telling us Mufasa's story, but apparently they know it. So Yeah, that doesn't make no sense. <laughs> they weren't even around until Simba went and met them. Yeah. So that do not make no sense. Oh, gosh. This, this is the thing here. I love Disney, innit? I love all the stuff that they do, the MCU. I do love a lot, like, the diversity that they're trying to, it, 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 um, trying to create to a certain extent. But then they do shit like this, and I'm just like, why? Oh, yeah. Like, you can't be that first for the money. 
Like, to be honest, yeah, it's not needed. Do you know what, yeah? Okay, the only way yeah, this might bang, yeah, is if they do it like Cruella. Because Cruella was really good. If what? Did you not see Cruella? Yeah, Cruella was good. I enjoyed Cruella. Oh, Cruella, yeah, Cruella yeah. was sick. That's what I'm saying. Really That's good. the only way yeah, that I can, like, accept them doing this if it turns out as good as Cruella. If not, you're just trying to take money for no reason. Uh, mm. Well, they are. They, they, I mean, they are. It's mm-hmm. just, they just want all the money. Yeah. I mean, you can, you can say it about every Disney film ever made. As in, it wasn't needed, but they said, all right, cool, here's a story, we're going to turn it into a film. I said, nah, no, 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 that's not the same, Martin. Worse now, because... Yeah. It's not needed because the film already exists. Yeah. Like, we literally don't need it now. You did it. <laughs> yeah, it's different. Anyway. It's definitely different than... Yeah. Uh, next article. Next bit. Um, next. So, yeah, I mean, I mentioned this earlier. Um, speaking about this whole race swapping and, and drama. Snow White coming 2024. Mm-hmm. Um an actress, a Latino actress, uh, Rachel Zegler, mm-hmm. has been cast as Snow White, and Gal Gadot is going to, or Gal Gadot, however you say it, she's going to be the evil queen. Um, <laughs> what's, you guys, what's, what's you guys, I mean, considering everything we've said, what's you guys' thoughts on a Latina Snow White? I, that's not me. This is, this, this is just makes me even laugh, like, it's, like, Ah oh, man, I don't, I, I don't know, man. Like, I, I, I'm hearing I'm just like, why? Like, are, are they telling me that? Okay, I get what you're gonna say. Oh, no, it's about representation. Da, 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 yeah, but are you telling me there was no white actress that was good enough to play Snow White? <laughs> like That's the thing, yeah. We've, we've, we've said, okay, the Ariel is about her red hair but a black person can have red hair. Mm-hmm. With with the blue fairy, there was an emphasis on her blue eyes, but still, black people can have blue eyes. But Snow White, she's called Snow White because her skin is white, white as, as snow. snow. See, I wasn't going to... You know what? I didn't want to go there, yeah, but I'm glad you did because I was going to say, like, it's in her name. Her name White is actually in her name. I like... So what? I, I, is this... But again, I guess Latino. Oh no, nah, because Latinos have that caramel skin, man. I don't know, yeah, man. Like, man, I mean, you do, you do get white Latinas too. So yeah, but you can say that we get white black people. Fair but skin, fair skin Latinas. So but that's not yeah, the same. Yeah, the one, the one that they got ain't though. And and even so, even if she was a fairer Latina. The fairest Latino skin is still darker than the. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, yes. I guarantee you, I could pull up a picture right now of a very, very fair skinned Latina person. Someone who. I is. guarantee you, you can't find me a Latino person with with skin as white as snow. <laughs> That's the challenge, bro. That's the way asking. So bet, bet. We'll do, but, I'll do it then. But then this is the thing, yeah. Like, again, it's just like. I, I, like I said. I fully get representation matters in it, yeah. But all right, give us Tiana and the Frog, yeah. Give us Pocahontas, yeah. Or you know what? This and again, I'm, I'm, you know, I, my Disney card is probably gonna get revoked for this year. But is it Atlantis has that black woman in it? Give us that movie. Is it not Atlantis? 
Atlantis. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Give us that movie. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like, there, there's other characters. Yeah, exactly. Because they like, are black characters. Because imagine, yeah, like, and again, obviously this is all slightly different, yeah. But imagine if they gave us Brave and it was like, you know what, Brave, let's make Brave a black girl. Why? Who? You know Brave, the the Scottish one. Oh, yeah. oh Brave, yeah. Yo, because there's they the, would fit in with the whole ginger. Is, that's what I'm saying. There's 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 black Scottish people now. Like one of the yeah. one of the popular TikTok girls is um she's she's Scottish and she's funny. She's really yeah. good. You know, so we can't. Yeah. Yeah, there's no to go, to, to go back to what you were saying about how Sebastian needs to be Jamaican. A black guy. Mm. We've got the white yardie. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, no. Nah, me and Del had that conversation. Been... Me and Del had that conversation the other day, and I was like, nah. Like as much as the white yardie is Jamaican because he was born there and everything. Like just don't do that, man. Like just just <laughs> just, just make it a real Jamaican. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Um. All right, where was the Snow White? Yeah. Mm. Um, they're also apparently introducing a love interest for Snow White, someone called Jonathan, who is described as being a Robin Hood-like character and will be played by Andrew Burnap. I don't know who that is. Anyway, moving on. Uh, the last, the last live-action thing from Disney wait sorry, Avatar, sorry, wait sorry 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 Snow, Snow White and the Seven Doors right yeah there was no love was there a love interest was what was, was, did she have a love interest in the in the um, original animated one I, I'm trying to remember the story I can't quite understand what you're saying your mic is still a bit weird I was like I'm trying to remember the story I don't remember there being a love interest was there, was there one? No, no. There, well, yeah, there was. There was that prince that kissed her at the end to wake her back up. Okay. But he wasn't a Robin Hood type character and his name wasn't Jonathan. I think he was Prince. He was just, he was just a prince. Yeah, he's got a name though. I don't know. But yeah, he was a prince. I mean, he wasn't a Robin Hood. He was just a prince. Okay, fair enough. Um, so yeah, they're, they're changing it up quite a bit. Okay, all right, cool. Um, she's probably gonna have a sword fight with the evil <laughs> queen or some shit like that. Uh, well, he's gonna she's be... gonna save the dwarves. The dwarves are gonna be the ones that eat the apple, and she's wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Are they actually gonna have dwarves, or are they just gonna be regular people? Because like having dwarves is gonna be, you know, offend some people. Well. It's, it's Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. Do you know what I mean? Like that's the story. One, one, one of the dwarves is gonna be a woman. Huh? It's gonna be, we're gonna get a female dwarf. Oh, we've, they, we've already had that with one of the other Snow White movies they made recently. Did they? Yeah, there were female dwarfs. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, guys, yeah, I just realized something about Cinderella. What about sorry, Cinderella? No, sorry. Um, so, are you guys? Is anyone here opposed to the Brandy Cinderella um, film? That's no, different, though. That's that's like a, a Elseworld story. There's a whole because I'm just saying there's a whole bunch of uh, random things here and there right, in terms of uh, people being from all over the place. But hold on, yeah. But with the Brandy one, yeah, I thought that one was like a, an Elseworld story. Do you know what I mean? Like almost like how they did the Wiz. Does that make sense? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the yeah, that's yeah. So that's how I take those movies. Like, I'm seeing these movies as like canon, isn't it? 
<laughs> if that makes sense. But anyway, let me not digress any further. Big T, I shall allow you to continue. Uh, yeah, so that's clear for the Disney live action stuff. Um, when I was going through these notes, I will admit, I some things I just wrote down and was like, yeah, whatever, like, I'll just get back to that. And then I never ended up getting back to it. So I cannot give you any details on it. But you got Avatar I, can the world world. World. I can give you a list of Pixar and Disney animated movies and shows that are coming out. Mm-hmm. I can tell you the names and you can look it up yourself. Mm-hmm. Come on, listeners, stop being lazy. You're going to have to do some of the work yourself. <laughs> I can't do it all for you. No, I, I, I will stop you a little bit when you get to one of them. Okay, so... Okay, yeah. When if anyone wants to jump in and say anything, just just yeah, jump in. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first movie is uh, I think these first ones are Disney. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah, so Elemental mm-hmm. um, seems to be this fire lady and a water guy. Don't know what the story is there, but there's that. Um, Win or lose, which is a Disney Plus series. Uh, we've got something called Elio. Don't know. Inside Out Two, uh, Zootopia Plus, which is going to be a six-episode Disney Plus series. Uh, I think it's going to be an anthology series. So each episode is going to be about a different character, a different story. I think they said one's going to be about like the little, the little Godfather, like mafia mouse or whatever it was, and his daughter. So that should be interesting. Yeah, that's what I heard too. See that one, I'm looking forward to. Um, yeah, just see an expansion of uh, the world because the world is quite interesting there. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Um, next, we've got a series called Iwaju, which is. I'm not even. Gonna, I'm not even going to try and guess is the, the nationality because is, is, I don't want to offend anyone. I want to say, aren't these? Aren't these? Is Nigerian? Huh? I want to say then it's Nigerian. It's sort of based off a. It's an Afro. Afro. I think you might be right. Yeah. Afro um, futuristic world. Yeah. I think what what I think with this one that's pretty cool is I'm pretty sure that this was like someone's like Comic Con idea that they um you know just blew up and Disney like bought it or like yeah. decided to collab with them. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Mm. I I remember hearing that and I thought that was pretty pretty amazing. Hmm. So like it's it's this Afro sci-fi kind of thing that Disney have partnered up with um African entertainment company Kugali. Um, I'm probably saying that wrong myself. Um, the Af- the upcoming show is based in a future futuristic Lagos, Nigeria. The series will explore class, innocence, and challenging the status quo. Iwaju is a Yoruba word that loosely translates to future. The series will be set in a futurist Lagos, Nigeria. Oh, I've already said that already. What does it say? Um, the cast hasn't been announced yet, but you're going to have characters Tolu, Kulu, Tunde, hey, Tunde, I like that one, uh, Bode, and Otin. Um, Iwaju will be the first series from Walt Disney Animation Studio to be a wholly original property rather than a continuation, a continuation, a continuation of a pre existing film. Originally, the series is going to be a series of shorts, but due to the concept expanding to a series that explores the futuristic world through the black community, animation will be provided by Sinest VFX, who also handled other animation products such as Sony's Animation The Star and MGM's Adam's Family Film. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. Obviously, as a, again, I know it's going to sound hypocritical, I was being like, as a black man that wants to see black people succeed, yeah, I don't want to see <laughs> them race swap 
but <laughs> it's what it is unfortunately but yeah i'm looking forward to this one um i hope they do it justice and you know again it's, it'll be a good representation um and also just to show the in a sense the western world that africa isn't still just you know living in mud huts and shit like some people still think it is to this day do you know what i mean um, guys i have a story to tell you oh my god <laughs> i'm so happy you brought up that africa um africans are living in mud huts <laughs> here we go here we go do you know do you know do you know i'll let you finish I'll let you finish it. I'll let you finish this. No, no, I'm, right? I'm, I'm done. I'm, I'm done. Tell your story. I'm done. Tell your story. All right, cool. So basically, right, I was on the way back from late at night from, um, oh, I can't remember what event it was. I don't know whether I went to a uh, show with a friend or um, whatever the case was. But basically, I was coming back home by myself, right? And on the way back, right, this chick, this chick was being loud for no reason. Right? It, is, it, is, it is a white lady, right? Mm. For no reason, just being loud, just going to be involved in everyone's business and stuff like that. I had my AirPods on. I was, I, I don't know what I was, I was either reading my manga or something like that on my phone. I had music blaring out. I did not care, right? I, um, but I did have my, um, I was wearing, uh, was it my, 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 my t-shirt, right? And for the longest time, this woman was talking about my scar, right? I could hear her through my over, over this music I was listening to, right? I could hear her talk about my the scar on my arm. Mm. And I was like, I'm going to try to ignore this person, I'm going to try to ignore this person because it's literally last trains, right? Super late. Everyone's just trying to get home and stuff like that. The last thing I want to do is have a conversation about the freaking scar on my arm. Do you know yeah. what I mean? But this one just was adamant that she was involved in everyone's life and whatever. She was talking to the couple in front of me, in front of us. She was talking to someone behind her, stuff like that. So this woman was on one. So eventually, she gets my attention and um, she asked me, Oh, I think your scar is quite um, uh, sexy or whatever. How, how did you get it? And I think I just, for a good 30 seconds to a minute, I was just gobsmacked because I was like, No one has ever tried to involve themselves. <laughs> about the scar of mine, do you know what mm. I mean? And it's not something that I want to exactly share to the whole cast, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because I think it's the, the only black person on that character as well. I was just trying to mind my <laughs> own business and go, right? The guy opposite me even realized that I didn't want to talk. Yeah. But now all eyes are on me. I'm I need people <laughs> to try to listen to what, what, what my answer would be. I was like, I really don't want to answer this question. So I did anyway. Yeah. And I said, well, basically, um, I got the scar from um, um, when I was in Ghana. So there's, there's a couple of age ceremony that we do where we um, go to the village and we have uh, a spear fighting tournament, right? Mm -hmm. And um, during the spear fighting tournament, I got nicked in the arm and that's how I got my scar, right? And they fully believed it for a good 10 seconds. Right. right. <laughs> I shit you know. People like, like, wow, dude, that's the you get out here, blah 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 blah. And then I was like, in the head, I was like, I'm not gonna let this ride because everyone think that God is some sort of barbaric place where yeah, you, know, that, you gave them what they wanted. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. And then I was like, no, I'm 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 trying, I'm trying to It didn't happen. I just cut myself playing football, my little. Brother, you should have let you should have fully said, Yeah, you do you know what you should have done? You should have basically told them the Black Panther story and just use you <laughs> and just to see if anyone think <laughs> what you were doing. 
You should have been. You, you should have been like, and then my cousin threw me off a cliff, and then like you should have fully done it. Oh my lord! Wow. Uh, so yeah, so I told the story of that, right? And the story, the story, the story doesn't end there because oh, I told them, um, um, oh, basically, I'm um, I'm from Ghana, and it goes, uh, and the guy next opposite me goes. Oh, um, welcome, welcome to England. And I was like, oh no, bro, I was, I was, I was born in the UK, so <laughs> don't worry about it. I was born in England, I was born in North London, so yeah, I'm mm-hmm. going to welcome you to the country, if like that. These racist fucks, just, man. No, it just, I wouldn't call it racist, it's just ignorance. Mm, okay, and, I'll call it racist. And I was just but... like, I was just like, wow, it's 2022 and people are like, like Black Lives Matter is happening, blah, blah, and people still think that you know, you have like spear fighting tournaments and, <laughs> and friggin' like all of a sudden and, and that and after even after telling my story and stuff and they were like, Oh, so you're like welcome, welcome to the UK. I'm like I didn't even try I didn't even have an African accent, you know what I mean? And this is me nah. speaking, like, the world speaking that's the way I spoke to them, right? <laughs> like, 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 like I said guys, like Martin has one of the most like stereotypical white English accents you ever meet. Like I thought Martin went to like eating or some shit when I first met him because he was so well spoken. Yeah, but honestly, yes, I thought now now that you remind me, um, you know, about, you know, um Africans um in films and things like that and Disney obviously picking up um this Nigerian story, which I think is great. Mm. I just I just thought that, you know, it just dropped my memory about this experience that I had um so I thought, yeah, let me let me still forefront as well. Let me just mention you know, this little uh, side story. You know, there was only two stories that they was gonna be willing to accept. <laughs> one is the story you told, <laughs> and the other one is like, oh, I was in a gang, and then I had a gang fight with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then I showed them two comfortable answers. Mm-hmm. Why are people like this, though? Like for real? Because why can't why? Um, like you said, ignorance, isn't it? Like, again, some of it's just racism. It's just flower racism. Yeah, but like, to, to try and make yourself so, so self-important that you want to know everything about everyone that's on the train, like, just relax. It's late. It's, it's, it's almost 1am. Just mm. go home. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. That's, that's where the line is crossed, is when, when they voice their shit and talk to you and and like feel like you have to tell them your story like well it's so important now that they are intrigued by it and it's like and tell you i hear you yeah yeah and the thing is that again i don't think i don't think people to this day understand what it's like to be like can you imagine i I, again let me let me reiterate this i was the only black guy on this carriage and so all eyes on me. I feel some type of pressure now to have to answer this woman. Otherwise, I'll be seen. I don't know. Do you know what I mean? It's just, it's just very yeah. uncomfortable. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> here's the thing, though. Yeah, like she's not wrong for like being intrigued by your scar, but like we said, she's wrong when she starts when she actually voices made it so loud. She made it so loud. Yeah, yeah. If it's obviously like, had a preconceived notion of where the scar came from. Do you know what I mean? And the fact that she believed that shit about the, the <laughs> oh, that's what made it both funny and aggravated as well. Imagine, like, because like, I'll talk for myself then. I won't talk for everyone here, mm. but I do that shit. Imagine if you was on a bus here yeah, and you saw some like Chinese guy and he had some scar across his face. In your head, 
mm. you're gonna be like this this ninja, like, ninja. This samurai has some story to tell you wouldn't go up to him and say you wouldn't go up to him and be like oh hello like where tell me this tale of your scar how did you get it what what battle what dishonor was yeah. put upon your... <laughs> do you know what i mean Thomas. yeah 100 Thomas. So, just say that. Do you remember that Chinese shop near the tram stop that we went to in college? Do you remember that Chinese buffet place that we went to by the tram stop in Croydon when we were in college? Yeah, yeah. And we had that, that hench Chinese wet waiter, and we basically said that he was a Power Ranger. Yeah, he was sick. Like even to this day, filling in yeah. around like hey, this guy was sick. Even he had to, the red shirt on. Yeah, exactly. Even shirt. to this day, when I walk past, I'm just like, this is the place that we had that, that this restaurant had the Power Ranger. Like even now, but I would have got up to him and say, bro, you look like a Power. I, I'm not gonna go up and say that to him. Do you know? What I mean? <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, he's a power ranger, you know. Jeez. Bro, he was so hench, man. Like he was like the henchest Chinese man I've ever uh, seen. I swear that. Yeah, he was hench, and the way like Master is baller. The way he was pouring, yeah, you know, like those big metal containers, like that have like at buffets. Do you know what I mean? They've got like the metal containers that keep the food warm. This guy was like pouring rice. Like from one of these hench metal containers into another one, and when I say not a single grain of rice touched the ground, <laughs> like, like he was he was doing like food bending. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> he was an avatar or something. Like he was controlling this food with his mind. Like he had ultimate control of his body and food. Mm. Like, <laughs> it was actually. <laughs> Yeah. I just realised I've been muted the whole time. I've just been laughing my ass right off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, Why is he so quiet? I was like, "Oops, did I hear the best boy offend you or something?" That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, funny. Um, but yeah, I think that's it for Disney, Pixar, animation. Um, Martin, do you do you want to? Do you want to take the Star Wars? Because Star Wars is more your thing. Uh, do you know what? Honestly, I haven't kept up with any Star Wars news or anything like that. So oh, that's, no? that's a thought on me. Um, uh, so I can tell it then, but you can maybe elaborate on what it might mean. All right, then. I will do that. Uh, well, first things first. And this is, this is Star Wars. This is Lucasfilm, so it's not just Star Wars. There are a, cover, a couple of other um, stuff in here as well. Mm-hmm. But we'll start off. Did you guys see the Andor trailer? No, but I, it starts on Wednesday. It starts soon, isn't it? What is it, like the 20-something? Of yeah, it, st- it starts Wednesday. It starts yeah, Wednesday. So it starts this Wednesday. Wednesday. Nice. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I didn't realise it was so soon. It looks good, though, you know. It actually looks really good. I think it's from the same team that made the Rogue One film. Mm. So it's got that same vibe, that same energy. Uh, Forrest Whitaker's back playing his character. Uh, Martin, oh, nice. What's his name? Um, um, uh, his name, his name came away, but I know he used to be a rebel. Yeah, um, he's in Rebel. He's in um, Star Wars Rebels. Yeah, he's in Star Wars Rebels, yeah. Um, I know his sister died, and then he became leader of the rebels against the um, against the another republic. The, um, his name's on the tip of my and then later became. Yeah. Oh, all right. We'll move on, but yeah, yeah. Anyway, I, 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 so good, so good. 
Tall guard. Yeah. Ah, okay, okay, okay. Thank you. Yes. So he's back uh, in this role. Oh, that's um, great. What's his name? The actor. It's something like. It's Skarsgård, but I can't remember which one it is. It's either Stella Skarsgård or is one of the Skarsgårds, the one that was in the four movies. No. Um, oh, he's in it. He's a he's a very good actor. If you if you've watched Chernobyl, you'll know how good an actor that guy is. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I mean, it looks good. It it, it looks like there's a lot of war. It looks like. Um, it looks like it's got the best aspects of the Rogue One movie in in this, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is which is good. It looks like it's going to be one of the better shows. Surprisingly, this show looks like it's going to be better than the Obi Wan Kenobi show. Which, if you told me <laughs> Andor was going to be better than Obi Wan, I would have said, <laughs> yeah, I'd have laughed. But it seems I, like- I I I would have been there with you about uh, um, about Andor being better than the Kenobi series. But hey, mm. I'm I'm you know what I mean I I am not. A shame to be wrong. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so that's Andor. Um, next, we got a, a teaser trailer uh, for The Mandalorian Season 3. Did any of you guys manage to catch that? Nah, I, just, I, 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 I just saw the little clip of him, like, spotting Grogu. That's it. Yeah. Okay. So, it obviously, it picks up after um, Boba Fett. <laughs> um, I, I, think, I think you mean I think you mean Mandalorian 2.5 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah basically but see that's the thing how are they going to do this because in the end of season 2 Luke Skywalker turned up and took Grogu mm. and then now at the start of season 3 Grogu's just going to be back and they're just not going to no didn't Grogu you know I mean? um no, Grogu chose between having a lightsaber and... Um, yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, what I'm saying is, if, if someone hasn't watched Boba Fett, because let's be honest... The show oh, I see. Good. Yeah, someone's seen even Boba people Fett. That, even people that started watching it dropped off early on. Yes, 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 yes. So yes. they wouldn't have made it to those episodes. So now it's going to be quite... I mean, obviously, we're, we're fucking buttons for punishment. Do you know what I mean? We just fucking watch shit just because it's there. But so we're gonna understand him. Anyone that gave up on Boba Fett or just didn't even give it a chance, mm. how are they going to understand what's happening? How are, how is the show even gonna tackle this? Because I, I, I feel easy like recap. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, true. Yeah, okay. Yeah, done. <laughs> yeah, that's, that was easy actually. <laughs> I mean, even in the trailer, the trailer basically was just a recap. <laughs> Of the Boba Fett episodes, <laughs> just they were like, right, "Listen, we know you didn't watch it, but let's just catch you up, okay? Yeah. Let's just tell you, you missed some good episodes." <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it looks interesting. There looks like there's a lot more Mandalorian stuff going on. Um, again, Martin, you'll know this character's better than me. What's that redheaded lady name? Um, oh, I think she was in Clone Wars. Uh, redhead is it? Oh, Bo Katan. Yeah, Bo Katan, I think. Yeah, the one that um, part of the she was part of the um, that little Mandalorian crew. Yeah, she was part of the I think it was the Death the Death Watch, and then yeah. she became um, obviously going up going up against the the Empire and whatnot. So yeah, and she's also in Rebels as well. Is she like the leader? 
Yep, she, right now she's the, she's the de facto leader of the Mandalorians. Yeah. But That's how she doesn't have... Yeah, but she doesn't have the Dark Saber, which means that she's not actually the true leader of the Mandalorians. Mm. Yeah, so mm-hmm. there's, there's that caveat too. It looks like that's where some of the drama is going to be um, yeah. between her and Mandalorian about this dark saber. Um, it also looks like they they team up on some missions as well, though, because um, he, he just seems like he's got a lot more Mandalorians. There's one shot that's sick where this Mandalorian team kind of like jump, kind of like drop out of the plane or the spaceship and do like an airdrop, and then like mm. they're. they're um, their jetpacks kick in and they're flying around. It, look, it looks really cool. It looks yeah. really cool. It looks like we're going to get a lot more um, Mandalorian stuff in this. Yeah, do you remember season one of the Mandalorians when they had the fight in the... Um, at the... Yeah. Uh, that place. That exactly. was, was looking sick. So yeah, we've seen more of that then. Yeah. Exactly. It looks exactly like that. Exactly mm. like that. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it looks good. I mean... Um, yeah, my my only concern was that um, obviously the end of season two has kind of been made redundant. It's kind of a pointless exercise if we're just going to start season three and Grogu's just back. <laughs> so, I mean, he's he's still got that um, the the his new spaceship that he got yeah. in the as well. Mm-hmm. Um, the Naboo fire fire yeah yeah that's sick. Um, yeah, so it looks really good. It looks, it looks. I mean, it's the Mandalorian. Do you know what I mean? It, it's, it just looks like it's maintaining its quality. Uh, mm-hmm. But that looks good. Um, next on the list, this has intrigued me, and I, I still need to finish fucking Clone Wars because, like, it just seems like so many things. Because, because what's his name? Is it Dave Filoni? Yeah. Because yes, Dave Filoni is, is is very involved in a lot of these Disney Plus shows, and he was. I think one of the main guys in, in Clone Wars. Um, so he's obviously drawing a lot of stuff from that show and bringing it into like live action stuff or just in other shows. But I definitely need to finish that. Um, but anyway, the next thing is called Tales of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. Um, this is coming out October 26th, so not long. Um, this is an animated anthology series. Uh, animation style is same as Clone Wars. Looks like it's focusing on two characters in particular. Um, Ahsoka. Uh, it looks like we get an episode of her when she was like a baby and we see her, her family, maybe I got her in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other character is Count Dooku. So we get a young mm. Count Dooku. We Count get Dooku could be an interesting one. Yeah. Uh, I, that's the one I'm intrigued by. Uh, it's also got a very young Qui Gon Jinn, that's who was the apprentice of Count Dooku. If I'm yeah, oh uh, shit, you are not mistaken. Uh, that's hyped. Yeah, so it, it looks pretty cool. Like I said, it's an anthology series, so I think every episode is going to be its own little story. But like I said, it's going to be focusing on those two mainly, is what I've heard. Uh, it, um, Mace Windu's in it as well. Uh, they looked like there was an episode with him and um, Count Dooku. Maybe they had to team up for a mission or something. I'm not sure, but it looks very interesting. It looks really good as well. Um, so yeah, so there's there's that coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, next, we got uh, this is the last bit of Star Wars news. We got, uh, and you might like this actually, Martin. 
Uh, we got information on the Ahsoka show, the live-action Ahsoka show. So yes. Rosario Dawson will be reprising the role. And we've also got confirmation, uh, an actor, Iman S. Fandi, mm-hmm. uh, uh, no disrespect if I pronounce that wrong, has been cast as the live-action version of Star Wars Rebels, Ezra Brig- Brigger? Brigger? Brigger. Oh, Brigger, yeah. nice. He looks like nice. it. He actually looks like the character. He looks like oh, the Yeah, he looks like the character. See? Good See? We even have to cast the black man to make him look like the character, didn't we now? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, that's, 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 that's a good one. That's a good one because um, cause we saw Ahsoka in the Mandalorian uh, series. I was really... And also, um, we know that the Mandalorian series takes place literally as... Um, uh, Rebels is going on, mm. so we have all of that. Um, yeah, so basically, no, it's good, it's good because in Star Wars Rebels right now, I think actually, I don't know if I don't know if Star Wars Rebels has continued, but basically, Ezra Bridger is missing, so Ahsoka, I think, is going to find him because Ahsoka was sort of like a mentor to him as well. Mm. So, that I'm looking forward to that. And if you know, because Ezra Bridger is confirmed, we're definitely Ezra Bridger. I'm hoping, um not just when they first met each other or, you know, halfway through when they met each other um, in their journeys, but actually where he is now with um, Grand Admiral Thrawn. So, yeah, it'll be good. It'll be good to see. Mm. Yeah, because like you said, um, a lot of Star Wars fans are excited because it seems like it's going to finally conclude like a a hanging, a a loose thread that was left. Obviously, like you said, um, Ezra went missing or he's on the run or something um last we saw of ahsoka she was on the hunt for either him specifically or just for young jedi in general just like survivors of the order 66 so yeah it'll be it'll be cool to see them coming together um yeah in live action as well that'll be that'll be pretty cool it would also be cool to see if we saw uh carl kestis from um star wars fallen order Mm. The only thing is, though, when when they bring these rebels or, or um, Clone Wars characters into live action, mm-hmm. I mean, like what they did to Cad Bane was unforgivable, man. Like, <laughs> really, like this Cad Bane is sick in the cartoons, yeah. Yeah, he and is. They made him look in in, in, in Boba Fett. But then he just went out like a bitch. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, really? So, hey, uh, Cad Bane was the better fighter compared to uh, what it came between him and uh, Boba Fett, so... Uh, mm. I don't know, man. Anyway, um, yeah. Uh, so that's it for Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Uh, in terms of Lucasfilm, like I said, uh, Indiana Jones 5 has been confirmed. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was footage shown. No real information on it beyond um, short round is coming back, and it has a release date for June thirtieth, twenty twenty three. Mm. Um, and the final bit of Lucasfilm news: we got a trailer for Willow. Um, nice. The new Willow is it a show or is it a movie? Uh, it's a movie, and it was meant to be um, uh, the guy that did um, Crazy Rich Asians, but he had to step down. Sorry, sorry. Is it Johnny Johnny Chu? Johnny Chu, sorry. 
Don't you was original director for Willow, was it not? Ah, uh, okay. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure John Cho was the original director, but he had to stay. Like he couldn't do it for some weird reason, so he stepped oh, away from yeah. the project. Yeah. Hmm. I never saw. I never saw Willow when I was younger. I never saw that film. Have you seen it as an adult? Uh, huh? Have you seen it as an adult? I still haven't seen it. No. Ah, uh, you should, man. It's really good. It holds up. Honestly, I do want to watch it, and I'm I'm sure it is good. But I feel like I have missed my chance. I feel like this was a movie I had to watch when I was younger. Like, if if you told me there was a sequel to Labyrinth mm. coming out. Then I would fucking lose my mind. Yeah, you know the one with David, Bo- the one with David Bowie and David Bowie. Yeah. Oh that, yeah, Willow, it, That was mm. my shit back. Yeah. I, yeah, I think you still like Willow, man. Yeah, you, that's what I'm yeah. saying. I think I think you still yeah. like Willow. Like obviously the CGI I, and stuff is a bit outdated, but the story yeah, and the heartfelt. It's, it's not about that. It's it's about puppets back then, boy. Do you mm. know what I mean? And puppets were the way. So I'm gonna try. I'm gonna watch it before the show comes out, obviously, so I have context, but. Um, yeah, I mean, what's what's the actor's name? Warwick Davis. Yeah, Warwick Davis. Fucking young in the original, isn't it? He yeah. was a child, mm-hmm. and now he's all old. So it's it's yeah. I mean, the trailer looks good. Um, yeah, trailer looks good. But again, like I said, without context of having seen the original, it didn't blow me away or anything like that. Oh, but I'm no. sure if you had seen the original, it will. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um. Yeah, so that's it. So, do we want to get into gaming next, or do you want to get in straight into the market let's, stuff? Let's go. Let's go gaming because I think the game is a little bit shorter, and because yeah. uh, I think the Marvel stuff's going to be a lot juicy. Yeah. Juicy. Okay. So juicy. Was that the Combat? Sorry. Juicy. There's a game where um random like someone will randomly come on and say juicy. I'm pretty sure it's Mortal Combat. I don't know. That's that's awesome. Awesome. Was it Tekken? Huh? I'm sure it wasn't Tekken. Oh, was it Tekken? Because it would be like chicken. chicken. Maybe, maybe, maybe it was Tekken like, then. Yeah, maybe, maybe it's Tekken. I can't remember that in Street Fighter. No, I said, I said Mortal Kombat. Well, yeah, maybe it was Tekken. I can't, I can't remember that in Mortal Kombat. Yeah, maybe it was Tekken then. I think, I think Tekken, not, not Street Fighter either. Alright, my games are just blending together. But yeah, sorry, go ahead. Juicy. Yeah. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so the first piece of gaming news, I mean, this is really, in my opinion, the biggest one. Mm. We got Untitled Captain America uh, and Black Panther game mm. uh, from Skydance New Media, set during World War Two, with four playable characters. Nice. You can play as the king, who is obviously Black Panther, mm. uh, but this is T'Challa's grandfather, Azuri. Okay. Uh, you this can really play wild. as the captain who is obviously Captain America. Mm-hmm. But this is a younger Steve Rogers early in his Captain America career. Mm-hmm. Um, you could play as the soldier, who is a character called Gabe Jones. Um, mm-hmm. He is a black member of the Howling Commandos. Okay. Uh, and the final playable character is the spy, who is Nanali, who is um, the leader of the Wakandan spy network. Okay. Which is essentially... Is is basically the Dora Milaje. Yeah, she's basically a Koye. But um, yeah, so what do we think about this? Set in World War Two, four characters. What do you think of this, guys? Any any game from the Marvel universe, as long as it's done well, uh, I will to check out. The only thing is, yeah, 
as a guy that is, you know, in at the stage of the life of my career and trying to do this podcast, I don't get the game as much, so I probably won't be able to get this game and play it and enjoy it. But I might watch, you know, if one of my friends, like you know, um, James or Jesse or Uncle Aaron from Nerd Porn, Nerd the podcast, um, by the game and play it, I might watch it, watch them play it. But in terms of me playing it, nah, I, I, I very unlikely, very unlikely. It seems like the type of game I would love to have and to play, but like you said, don't still have time for it. Yeah. Being a dad as well, like I have a time for that shit. Yeah, I'm working ridiculous twelve hour shift. Yeah, yeah, it's just it's just not. You got... Unless there's like a switch version, then maybe like I can kind of multitask and like play the handheld and watch some TV at the same time. Then potentially, mm. but if not, then that's nah, long. It's long. Mm. Mm. Well, yeah, there's that, that. That I mean, sounds interesting. Kind of random though. Considering, like, we've got those Spider-Man games, they're now making the Wolverine game, which apparently is is in the same universe as that Spider-Man game. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got the Avengers, oh. which is a separate thing, but it's still it's the Avengers. Mm-hmm. And then to just be like, and here's the Captain America Black Panther World War Two game, where two of the characters aren't even superheroes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's pretty random. Could be cool though. It could be. Could be very cool. Mm. It looks um, pretty yeah. slick. Sorry, I was just me. looking at a trailer of it. It looks pretty slick. It looks that pretty could cool, be. Uh, I don't know if it's actually in-game footage though. No, I think this is just a little teaser. Yeah. A little teaser trailer for it. Um. Yeah. So next, um, Marvel's Midnight Suns. Yes. Uh, has a new release date now, mm-hmm. uh, December second, twenty twenty-two. This is for new gen consoles and PC. Oh, that's, uh, the that, Switch that's, version. That's me out. Has no date. That's me out until I get until I get moved into my new house and uh, get used to paying fully real bills. Uh, I'm not getting a next gen console. So uh, that's me out of the picture. Mm. Uh, apparently, also in o- o- October thirty first. Mm. Uh, we will get a set of five short videos that provide backstory uh, for the formation of the young uh, core group of, of the Midnight Suns. So right. Who's in the Midnight Suns? Cool as well. uh, next, uh, Tron. Wait, no, no, no. Um, oh, who, who is the team of Midnight Suns? Who's in the Midnight Suns? Midnight Suns. In this game... It looks like I think I think Spider Man's in it, Wolverine, Doctor Strange, uh who else is in the Midnight Suns? Blade, I think. Nice. Yeah, yeah, Rider, those type of people, like dark, kind of myst mystic kind of characters. Oh, it also looks Mark like Kim, I think is one of them. A, flick, a fire version of Marvel. Hmm. They're all they they've all kind of got like interesting kind of golden suits on, haven't they? With, yeah. With fire. Even even like ones like I think Spider Man and, and Wolverine, they've got like dark kind of versions of their suits. So interesting. Mm. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, that'll be pretty cool. I'm, I'm intrigued to see these shorts as well with the the backstory. Mm. Interesting. Um, yeah, I'd like to move on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. all right. Um, Tron Identity uh, is a new visual novel. Mm-hmm. Don't know what a visual novel is, but that's what they're calling um, it. I think that's like the um, Telltale games. You know the, you know the Telltale games where it's like click and read. Yeah. Where was that? A, vi- a new visual novel adventure that follows uh, a character called Query, mm-hmm. who is a detective program tasked with solving the mystery of an unprecedented crime. Hmm. Yeah. You know, when I, you said that, I love the new Tron movie. I like the old one; it's a classic. But the new one, I actually really liked. So. Yeah, yeah, the new one's pretty cool. And and the soundtrack, do you know what I mean, Daft Punk and all that, like. Mm. Yeah, so I, I'm into this, man. Again, I probably will never play it. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds cool. Uh, you, you didn't get a next-gen um, console, did you, too, did you? Huh? You, didn't, you haven't got next-gen yet, have you? No, no, I haven't, no. Okay, yeah, cool. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh, this one sounds cool. This one, I actually would be interested in playing this. Mm. So... This is called Disney's Illusion Island. Mm-hmm. It is a 2D platformer starring Mickey, Minnie, Donald, and Goofy, who are the four playable characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, it will arrive exclusively on the Nintendo Switch now, no? in 2023. Um, the art style looks similar to the recent Mickey Mouse shorts. Uh, I, I think I've spoken about that sh- sh- cartoon on here. Um, it looks really good. It looks really smooth. Kind of has similar kind of look to the new Rayman games. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like how smooth it is and the animation style is really nice. The colors are good. Um, each character looks like they've got their own kind of unique ability. Mm-hmm. So Donald Duck has the ability to swim. Goofy. I, I mean, there's a trailer for this as well. I don't know if, if any of you have seen it or if you can check it out now quickly. Uh, Goofy's got like at one point picks up this giant kind of I don't know like this bottle of, of ketchup or something I don't know yeah but, but it, yeah it looks good it looks very interesting um, I'm I love kind of smooth animated kind of platformers so I mean like uh, what was that one that me and you was playing that fucking hard Cuphead shit? Cuphead Cuphead yeah. yeah do you know what I mean like, I like that kind of animation it's just smooth it's just really nice mm-hmm um, so yeah, so that's the latest uh, Disney game coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, uh, the Pokemon Go developer Niantic has mm-hmm. revealed it has partnered up with Marvel Entertainment to develop Marvel World of Heroes, which is a augmented reality game uh, that will let fans create their own superhero and team up with their favorite Marvel characters in the real world. So basically, Pokemon Go, but for Marvel. Okay. What do you guys think of this? Uh, I won't be playing it, but again, I think there is definitely a market for it. Do you know what I mean? Like Pokemon yeah. Go is still people are still banging out that game. Like, yeah, true. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, all right, then. So just to round off. Oh, everyone, all right. Yeah, we're still here. We're still here. We're all good. Yeah, all right. So just to round off the last couple of things in the games, there there was more stuff in the panel, like 
a lot of the already existing games that have already been released are getting like expansions or new characters or new levels and stuff. But I just yeah. couldn't be bothered to get into one of that. Yeah, nice um, but the new games that are coming out, Avatar uh, Frontiers of Pandora is going to be a console game. Mm-hmm. And then there's a mobile MM ORPG. What's that called? Massive multiplayer role-playing game. Yeah. That's the one. Mm. Uh, shooter called Avatar Reckoning, uh, which also has a trailer. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, if you're interested in that, get into that. Uh, and the last thing is Aliens. We're actually getting another Aliens game uh, called Dark Descent. Uh-huh. And um, as the title implies, uh, Aliens, there's going to be multiple aliens coming for you and you're a soldier. Like, it's basically like every alien game. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that's it for games. Now, the juicy stuff. This is what we all came for. Before, before we did, does anyone want to get out? <laughs> yeah. Um, Alright, so, Marvel panel. Uh, let's start with the trailers. So we got a Werewolf by Night trailer. Did you guys see that? No, I haven't. Again, I've been... In anything. No. <laughs> Did you anything, bro? No, I told you, the last one hectic. Yeah. Huh? And I said, no, last one hectic. Like, I, the plan was to get things done. And yeah. then, like, what? Life happened. Life, yeah. Yeah. I've got, a, I've got a week off next week, so I plan to watch, like, a shit ton of stuff, like... Yeah. Yeah. Well, this, of all the trailers, this would be the one that I would say, check it out, just because I want to see what you guys opinion on on how they've approached making this show i will add that uh, to my notes right now it's in black and white huh? which is interesting hmm. um it seems very like you know like classic monster movie like i'm talking classic classic black and white monster movie <laughs> type style like they've fully gone for that type of look um, it seems very cheesy. Seems very like of that era of movies. Do you know what I mean? So um, it's interesting that they've that they've do you know what I mean? Kind of gone with that look. It's it's a one-off limited series. Um, we get a couple of other characters. Like I think I think Man Thing. I think I saw Man Thing in there. Um, think there was a. a uh, TVA agent mm. at some point or, or soldier. It, it just it looks nuts. Do you know what I mean? It looks yeah. nuts. Like uh, very stylized. Uh, very interesting. I'm very interested in that. Sorry, Thomas. Sorry. It sounds like someone that's like proper up your alley. Sounds like something that's proper up your alley. Yeah, that's what, yeah, exactly, definitely. This this looks like. Like I'm more intrigued by this than I am by the next one that I'm about to talk about, Secret Invasion. Mm. Just because it's so different, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Wolf by Night, it's, it just looks so different. So, yeah, I'm intrigued by that. Um, yeah, the next trailer, Secret Invasion. You, you guys not get a chance to see that? Nope. No. Damn. Honestly, this this week has been uh, terrible for us both. I think. Mm-hmm. No, it's cool. You don't need to get around to it. This one, this is a good trailer as well. Yeah. 
Um, we see a lot of Nick Fury, um, John Cheadle's War Machines in this. Um, yeah, looks interesting. Um, Talos is in this from from uh, Captain Marvel. Um, yeah, Maria Hill's in this. Yeah, mm. so it looks good. Um, nice. Obviously, they're not going to get into it on a bigger scale as it was in the comics. I don't think we're going to get many superheroes uh, in this. Like, I don't think there's going to be many scrolls imitating superheroes. I think it's more going to be government agents. And we're, we're probably finally going to get the answer to how long has Nick Fury been off world? I mean, has it been Talos the entire time? Have we ever seen the real Nick Fury? Or did he disappear during the MCU timeline? Looks like we're going to get answers for that, uh, which should be cool. Um, right, so let's, yeah. Armor Wars, they, they spoke about Armor Wars, which was something that was missing from Comic-Con, so a lot of people thought it might have been cancelled, but it's not. No. And in fact, Armor Wars is being said to be a direct sequel to Secret Invasion. Okay, that's uh, interesting. Yeah, it's very interesting, because mm -hmm. it doesn't seem like... I think the only connection there is Don Cheadle, is War Machine. War yeah. Machine seems like he's going to have a big presence in Secret Invasion, and then he's going to go on to have his own show in Armor Wars. So it's more like a spin-off than a sequel. Mm. But, uh, but yeah, that's what they're calling it. Um, all right. As you know, let's get to some real good stuff. So, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Yeah, they yeah. showed footage, um, which was... Uh, sounds pretty interesting. So, Angela Bassett is back as Queen Ramunda. Mm -hmm. um, she is addressing, like, a UN-type group. Like, we've, we've seen little bits of this, but yeah. the footage really got into it further. So, apparently, this, this group, this UN or whoever it is, they're upset that Wakanda, now that it's opened up its borders to the world, uh, they're upset that they won't share the vibranium, obviously. Like, that's, that's always the drama. Yeah. Uh, but, but they also, this is interesting, they also see it as a security risk because vibranium doesn't set off metal detectors. So that's why they see the security risk for the rest of the world. Um, she says something along the lines of um, they they have no king, they have no Black Panther, uh, and they have no protector. Mm. Um, and so now that's why the world thinks they can come and for the Vibranium. Yeah. And it's revealed that the soldiers that were attacking the Wakandan lab in that trailer, mm -hmm. they were American. Of course. Uh, but the Dora Milaje turn up and defeat them. And then at the very end of the footage, like when we're still at the um, at this UN place, mm -hmm. uh, Queen Ramunda kind of gives the signal. And then the Dora Milaje bringing those soldiers like as, as their proof kind of... Um, what's the word? As their, as their prisoners. Yeah. And like, hey, take your shit back. Like, yeah, just basically like, don't, don't, don't mess with us in it. Like you lot, like we told you the levels and you don't want to ramp with us in it. Like now, now this mm. is, this is your comeuppance in it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But no, it looks good. I mean, I'm intrigued, man. Uh, I'm intrigued by it. I think we all are. Mm -hmm. 
It's interesting. I think this is the first ever superhero movie where we're going to go into it not knowing who the superhero is. Yeah. Which is cool. Um, yeah, man, I'm looking forward to that. So, along with that, we got some Ironheart footage, which is kind of the spin-off from this movie. She's mm-hmm. going to get introduced in this in this movie and get her own show. Um, it confirmed Anthony Ramos uh, will be playing the magic-wielding supervillain The Hood. Okay. Uh, I mentioned this previously, but it's been confirmed now. There will be an emphasis on technology versus magic, which is cool. The Hood, Jay, um, what, that, that name sounds familiar. Who? Anthony Ramos? No, The Hood. The Hood? Yeah. I was getting confused with Red Hood from... No, no, I'm not that much of a, like, non-comic book novice to not know the difference between Red Hood and The Hood. Love me, man. <laughs> Shit. It's also not Red Riding Hood. <laughs> dickhead. Honestly, dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> no, so this guy, basically, he's got a magical hood. Mm-hmm. The hood gives him magic powers. That's basically it. Okay. Um, yeah. Um... I think he starts off as a villain. I think he might become like more of an anti-hero later on, but he, he, yeah, he's going to be the villain in this. Um, Jim Rash, uh, who you m- may know if you've seen Community, he's the dean from Community. He was in Civil War. Mm-hmm. Um, he was the MIT liaison. Um, in this footage, he's seen kind of like chastising Riri Williams because her inventions are going over budget. Um, and he's kind of telling her off, and then one of her inventions kind of explodes in the background. Oh, so um, that's kind of the continuation from Civil War mm. kind of aspect of it. Uh, what next? Uh, the Marvels. This was interesting. So we saw at the end of Miss Marvel, mm-hmm. um, Carol Danvers and Kamala Khan swap places. Yeah. What we find out in the footage here is that it's not just those two that swap places. It's actually all three of the Marvels that swap places. All so three. Carol Danvers ends yeah. up in Kamala, uh, Kamala's room, mm-hmm. in her bedroom. Uh, Kamala Khan, Miss Marvel, she actually ends up where Monica Rambeau was. Oh, okay. And Monica Rambeau is going to end up wherever Captain Marvel was. Space. So all three of them have swapped places. Okay. Um, where... Monica Rambeau was at the time. She was in space. She got on like this kind of space suit. And I think she was talking to Nick Fury. Yeah. Before she touches some kind of force field. And that may be what is them all to swap places, or it might just be a coincidence. I don't know. But once they all swap, it's um it's Kamala Khan who ends up in that space suit that Monica Rambeau was just in. And now she's there with Nick Fury, do you know what I mean? So, all three of them are sort of places. It'll be interesting to see where they go with that. Mm. Uh, I'm just going to keep going. Like, if anyone wants to stop to say anything, go for it. If not, I'm just going to keep going. Nah, I'm just, I'm just um, curious to like, when we're going to get these big boy trailers, do you know what I mean? Like, because I'm not going to lie, I thought a lot of these trailers were going to be like exclusive to D23 and not like for public consumptions. Um, does that make sense? Yeah. A lot of them a lot of them were kind of exclusive to D23, but some of them got released. 
like some of the trailers got released, but the actual just footage, mm. whether it was just footage that was kind of exclusive. And it was kind of weird. Like we didn't, we haven't even got many leaks. A lot of times you'll get it leaked, and so we can end up watching it anyway. But that, I, I, I've struggled to actually find the footage itself. A lot of the stuff I've got is just based off descriptions. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Um. Yeah. Okay. So, um, Echo, um, the spin-off from the Hawkeye series, um, shows the return of Kingpin. He's yep. back. He's still alive, as we all knew he would be. Of course. Uh, and he's he's wearing the eye patch. Mm-hmm. Uh, from the end of of Hawkeye. Again, taken straight out of the comic book. We all knew this was happening. So yep. that's pretty much that. Um, at the end of the Echo panel, Vincent D'Onofrio stayed on stage and he said something like, um, oh, now can we talk about my show? Eh? And then a voice comes up of, of Charlie Cox oh. who says, "I th- actually, I think you mean my show? Yeah. And then he comes up on stage. So that was kind of a cool little back and forth there. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said earlier, Kevin Feige confirms Daredevil Born Again is a reboot and not a continuation of the Netflix show. Yeah. Um, filming will begin next year, and the show is also confirmed to be 18 episodes long, which is fucking long. That's yeah. a lot of episodes. Yeah. Is that the most of the Disney Plus shows so far? I think that's the most. Yeah. In hmm. terms of online streaming shows, I think that's the most episodes a Marvel show has ever had. Hmm. I thought Obviously, you were going to say it was going to be an 18 plus, not 18 episodes. <laughs> yeah, I, I would love it if it was, but I, I don't know. I, I doubt it, to be honest. Now that they've was, the, was the Netflix Daredevil 18? Oh, yeah. I think Punisher yeah. was 18. I'm not sure about Daredevil. I'm sure it was. It was very, um, it was very graphic and violent as well. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? And there was awesome. times and swearing. Sexy time. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I mean, that's good. Like I said, what, what, what I mean, what are you guys' thoughts on the fact that it's a different Daredevil? It's not actually the Netflix Daredevil. Does that bother you? You do not care. I think- I actually only watched season one of Daredevil and season one of Jessica Jones, so I don't have as much like passion and love for the Netflix stuff as other people would ha- would have. So um, yeah, no, I'm cool with that. Mm-hmm. Do you think? Do you what? What do you guys think about potentially bringing back the Netflix Daredevil in the Secret uh, Secret Wars movie? I think it, I think it'd be good. There's always a possibility that's going to happen anyway, right? Because um, he's already well, the Matt Murdock currently knows already an established character, so um, I think it would be good to see him in Secret Invasion and all that stuff. Mm. I feel like. We'll we'll potentially get like the whole defenders team because if that whole universe has been scrapped and they're they're going forward with Charlie Cox as as a new, I mean the MCU's version. 
I think it would be cool if we get the whole Defenders team to turn up in, in, in Secret Wars. Yeah. Um, because I feel like it had potential, man. Even, like you said, Jessica Jones was good. I really liked that one. Um, you liked half of Luke Cage. It was great casting. It, and, and actually, both those seasons were good as well. Um, even Iron Fist. I know the first season weren't great. The second season was apparently better. I never got around to it. Mm-hmm. But again, even even the casting wasn't bad. Like he looked like Danny Rand. Like yeah. He, he... So yeah. Anyway, Just I don't know about everything else. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. Captain America: New World Order. Yes. Four. Yes. Oh. Cast: Shira. Shira Hass. Sorry. Uh, as as Sabra, Sabra, mm. Sabra. Basically. Um, she is the Israeli black widow. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's a mutant. She's got like heightened strength, stamina, speed, just the, like, like Captain America, basically. Yeah. She's, she's essentially the Israeli version, version of, of Captain America slash black widow. Okay. Um, also in this movie, we are getting the return of Tim Blake Nelson, who was in the incredible Hulk. And if you remember, the final shot we saw of him was he got a head injury, a slight cut on his head, and some of Banner's blood was dripping into his wound, and then his head started like started growing, started to No, I don't remember that. So he was obviously set up to become a character from called the leader. Mm-hmm who is like Hulk, but rather than being super strong, he's super smart. Yeah. Uh, and he's got like I'm a big dubar forehead. I'd wait for the leader to, to appear because the leader is literally one of the main villains of uh, the Hulk. Definitely in the... I can't remember, was it the late, was it the late 90s um, Hulk series? Where we saw the leader, there was a leader, and there was a guy called the Gargoyle, I think. Um, the leader's sort of right hand man mm. or, or lackey um yeah the leader is actually responsible for creating um red hulk so this would be a nice tie-in okay mm, that's true cool. yeah so again this one about phase four i think phase four is just adding little bits and pieces here for to then expand it to other places and then come together for kang or whatever it is well yeah, this is phase this is going to be phase five this is phase five yeah phase four ends with Black Panther, I think. Mm. Okay. And the end of phase four. Uh, we got, let's, let's meet up with her because the other two need to go to bed. Yeah. So we've got uh, like four things. Got three, three things left. All right, cool. Uh, Loki season two footage. Mm-hmm. Um, Loki seems to now be uncontrollably kind of glitching and or phasing, mm-hmm. kind of similar to what Ghost was doing in the Ant-Man movie. Yeah. Um, Loki uses a staff, kind of puts this staff into place and it reveals three sculptures of Kang heads mm-hmm. um, showing that he's like he's in control of the TVA now um, Loki tells Morbius war is on the way we see a shot of several versions of Loki uh, most likely not variants mm-hmm. as they all look exactly the same so they're not like crocodile Loki yeah. they're all Tom Hiddleston Loki potentially either variants or because you know he can do that clone like he can do the clone jutsu basically yeah so it could just be that he's used that move a lot of times 
Um, yeah, that's basically it for, for the Loki footage. Nice, nice, um, nice. Which kind of takes us nicely into the Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania footage. Uh, gave us a little bit more of the Scott and Kang interaction that we um, that we heard about. Uh, I think, yeah, that, that they showed in um, Comic Con. Mm-hmm. It's a bit extended here. So, uh, although Kang has Scott captured and and his daughter actually, he's got them both captured. Yeah. Um, and there's that whole thing about, oh, you're an Avenger. Have I killed you before? Mm-hmm. And then he goes on to say something about, ah, oh, they all kind of like blend together after a while. Like, yeah. So he, he's killed so many Avengers, he doesn't even remember which one. <laughs> yeah. Um, wow. Wow. And he, um, he's, he's actually here to recruit Scott. He actually wants Scott's help as a thief. Okay. He says something has been stolen from him and he needs Scott Lang. He said, Ant-Man, Scott Lang, he's the one that, to get it back for him. Do you know what I mean? Um, Scott says he won't do it. Kang slams him up against the wall and, do you know what I mean, he's going to start torturing them just to get him to do this job. So, it seems as if Kang is potentially not the main villain of this movie. But kind of in the way that like Thanos was in Guardians of the Galaxy, Kang is just kind of popping up in this film. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Very interesting. Yeah. Um, so there's that. Final bit of news, and then we can finish recording and all go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Thunderbolts line up. With- oh yeah, like, yeah. We can get into this one. Yeah. Hmm. So, we got the concept photo. We have Ghost from Ant-Man 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Red Guardian. Russian Captain Yelena America. Glover and Taskmaster from the Black Widow movie. Mm-hmm. We've got US Agent. Uh, and Evil Captain Soldier America. From Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Confused that Captain and America. Have... Sorry? I said we've got Russian Captain America. We've got Evil Captain America. And then we've got <laughs> Confused Captain America. Yeah. <laughs> And then, and then we've got someone with a shield who copies Captain America. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, and then, basically, that's my problem with this. The, 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 it's not diverse, and I don't mean, like, what colour they are. Mm. I mean their powers. There's, not, there's no variety in their powers. They're all basically just super soldiers, except yeah. Ghost. Mm-hmm. Ghost is the only one that's got a unique ability. And, and, and if you want to talk about diverse... All the diverse people are covered up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the, the, the darkest the darkest characters are full body <laughs> covered up. Not even a wrist or an ankle on show. <laughs> Everything yeah. covered. Mm-hmm. Come on now, we want <sighs> diversity, but we don't want to see that shit. Like, come on. Now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Um. But yeah, and then we've got um, Julia. Lois Dreyfus, however you say her name. She's returning as Valentina Allegra Mm -hmm. de Fontaine um, from Black Widow and Falcon and the Winter Soldier. She's going to be kind of the Nick Fury kind of role who's bringing the team together. Yeah. So, what do we think of this? Um, Uh, I'll just say this. In the comics, um, people are 
the or members of the Thunderbolts are US Agent, Taskmaster, Winter Soldier, uh, Black Widow. So those four were already getting. Then we have Luke Cage, Citizen, I think Citizen 5 or Citizen V, mm-hmm. um, Matt 4, Moonstone, Norman Osborn, Scourge, and Songbird. Um, we do get America Chavez, um, who's also a member of uh, the Thunderbolts, uh, Guts and Glory, uh, Hawkeye, Persuasion, Power Man, and Spectrum. I think Power Man is Luke Cage, I may be mistaken there. Yeah. Was Red Hulk not a, a member of the Thunderbolts? I mean... No, no, he wasn't. I don't think he was. I, 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 I have a funny that they... I thought yeah. were named after General Ross, General Thunderbolt mm. Ross. That's why I, I would have assumed. I would have assumed he would have been part of it if it's named after him. <laughs> I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's not. Um, mm. I'm kind of getting muddled up. I think between Thunderbolts and the Dark Avengers, because maybe you are. I was hoping to see kind of like a dark reflection of the Avengers. So, like, in, I would have said, have US agent, do you know what I mean, to represent Captain America, have someone like Justin Hammer to represent Stark, have, have like, maybe Hercules that we've just had introduced be on the team representing Thor. Mm-hmm. Yelena is the Black Widow. Yeah. And then I'm assuming we're going to get Bullseye in the Daredevil show so he could have taken the Hawkeye role. Mm-hmm. That would have been cool, but again, that's more of a Dark Avengers thing than a than a Thunderbolts thing. So, um, yeah, my my only problem with it, like I said, is the variety of of, of the powers in that there are none. Yeah, everyone's everyone's sort of like a Captain America light, where or just yeah. just you know someone who just can punch and kick basically. Yeah, exactly, uh, there's just a bunch of punching kickers. Mm. But I guess. Considering it's the Thunderbolts, that is what General Ross has been after since the start, is a team of super soldiers. Yeah. That's all he wants. So in that that sense, I guess it makes sense. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, Winter Soldier is apparently the leader of the group, even though Yelena is standing in the front front and center. Yeah. You know, girl power. girl power. Maybe that was just done so that you know that Yelena's making another appearance here as a as a main stay rather than a guest appearance. Like, um, yeah, um, you could have done that without having her stand as the leader position. Like, she's right in the mid. Like, she's the center of the V in a sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 So you would think that she would be the leader. Yeah. To be fair, I don't think Yelena should be the leader anyway. Or should have been Amy, purely because of the way the um, uh, the Black Widows operate. Mm. Yeah. So basically, so basically they, they, they all do you know individual jobs here, or maybe two or pair do a job or something like that. But there's no real leader amongst them in that way, as they don't they don't lead groups of Black Widows. Um, it's all to do is all espionage and that kind of thing. So I think person would be literally uh, Winter Soldier purely because he's he's led Hydra um, agents and all that stuff so is, um, makes sense. is Winter Soldier 
fully healed from that um, mind control. Yes, I think he is. I think he is. He is, isn't it? Because yeah. where in in Falcon and the Winter Soldier, when Nemo, uh, when Zemo came back, sorry, he tried to do it. Didn't yeah, he? and Winter Soldier was like, "Dude, like, <laughs> <laughs> don't try it." Yeah, yeah, yeah the, the Wakandans helped him out. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. I just think Winter Soldier is the leader, even that's kind of weird. I don't know who could be the leader out of this team. They're all pretty. So, like you savage. said, so like you said, Joe, if, I, if it was me, I would have picked Evil Cap. That should have been the leader because he's just a bit confused, isn't it? US agent, like he generally does. Out of all of them, he's actually the like the most highly decorated, like actual soldier. Yeah, like yeah was a soldier went through training and was like the top 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 guy mm. i mean so yeah if anything he should have been the the, the leader yeah. yeah exactly but it is what it is anyway yeah so that's it man that's the 23 it was interesting there mm-hmm. was highs there was lows uh it was all right <laughs> yeah, do you know what? Yeah, it's it's not been as good a D twenty three as we was hoping for. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? There wasn't as much. Everyone was like, "Oh, we're gonna get Denzel Washington. He's coming. We're gonna get fucking Keanu Reeves and Henry Cavill is gonna be Hyperion." Or like everyone was speculating yeah. everything, mate. Yeah. It's a, it's a shame, and, and, and we, we we potentially thought that we might get the announcement of um the X Men and Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four, like nothing. Nah, here's the thing. Here's the thing with people people's predictions, right? I would say that if there is someone like say Hyperion coming onto the scene, then it's going to be done in a way where it makes sense for the kind of stories they're bringing out. Because, like I said, right now it seems that Phase Four. Um, which will probably go into Phase 5 as well. It's literally just team building. And Hyperion is, pre- is pretty much the Superman of the MCU. So for him, he'd have to be... like His story has to be intertwined with maybe um, fighting against the Hulk in the Hulk film. Like maybe maybe maybe, if, um, maybe we'll see a first for him in um, World Breaker Hulk. Um, mm. Or it's it could be something darker where you know the century has um different personalities and one of his personality can action is i can't remember his name it's something like the darkness or whatever it is um or abyss or whatever it is right and he's like ridiculously powerful literally can destroy the whole can destroy can destroy um worlds if you wanted to so mm. it's gonna be a story like that that just ties him in so i think him just randomly appearing just won't yeah. I hope they do Sentry, man. I can't. I can't wait for that. If they do Sentry, man, that could be so good. Yeah. Mm. Boy. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So, good job, Thomas. Um. Again, like I say, I know that sometimes I cuss you out for not being around, but sometimes you do amazing work for the team. So, thank you for filling out all the news there, and uh, hopefully, um. As far as I know, I'm about next... Oh, no, am I? I don't know. I think I'm on a late shift. <sighs> okay, maybe it's a Sunday thing. Um, but I will fill you guys in. Um, I fiddled around with the, the, the gains and stuff, and they didn't really look to do that great. Um, I'm going to 
have another fiddle around before next episode and hopefully we can get back to it you know what it just might be that like these microphones have just run its course like like i said these are like five years old so it just might be time for a new one which i can't get until i get paid so yeah we'll see what happens um as always stevie it was nice having you back on to give us your uh token experience of life um and your opinions so thanks for coming on it was a pleasure to hear from you no worries um martin thank you as always for being on and actually watching majority of the stuff that i told you to watch without fail and uh yeah it's always been a pleasure big tea as well so without further ado we're calling that night so stevie say bye to the people bye to the people martin say bye to the people bye everyone catch you next time big t say bye to the people god save the king (laughs) 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 oh you know yeah you just reminded me did you see the guy that fainted at the row on the front of the funeral Oh shit, yeah. Oh, that is wild. My man was so tidy fainted. Like, that's mad. Uh, yeah. Blazer Rust will see you guys hopefully next week. Thanks for listening. Bye bye now. <laughs>